Start the process of transferring tape to Saturday, July 20th, year 2013. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Walden, you're too funny. Uh, no, the other, the other place that they had ice, we had a brewery in town. And they had a uh, a pond, and uh, and then they had an ice house, and they would cut the ice in the winter time, and put it in the ice house, and it was in the summertime when when there was no ice in the ice house, you had to have a ladder to get from the ground level down to the to the to the uh, uh, it was it would have been a dirt floor I think. It was that deep below ground, and they cut the ice in blocks, put it in there, and then they would cover it with sawdust. That's what I thought. There was sawdust, wasn't it? Yeah, and then they'd put more ice and more sawdust, more ice, more sawdust, and they would use but, out of that in the summertime. This was for a tavern. Pardon? This was for a bar or a oh, tavern? No, a brewery. A brewery. A brewery. Brewery. Did yeah. they? Did they have? Um, did they have sawdust on the floor of the brewery to keep it from getting slippery? Well, I don't. They, you know, they when they no, it wasn't. It really wasn't cold in there when they were bottling the beer. And but it would be. Particular had think, one had. There were some tunnels, and these I never saw. Never in. But they went back into the hill, and it yeah. was cool back in there. And I don't. Know. How How long ago was this, Bob? That brewery's been out of business for thirty, forty years, I suppose. It was just a, it was just a, you know, a local one. Yeah. Well, they and, and they didn't just do. It's not like the like the little breweries that they have now. Yeah, these micro micro brewery things that they've got them all over. Yeah. This one uh -huh. served. This one served the uh, the town that I grew up in, and and and. And then out of ways, they, they had a truck did, delivered. Did you ever taste it? Oh, that beer? Yeah. Oh, certainly. Was it good? Sure, yeah. Well, now, Switch. The name of it was Mineral Springs beer. Now, Switch was made out of Milwaukee, right? Wasn't that the beer that made Milwaukee famous? Switch the beer that made Milwaukee famous. Pat right. Blue Ribbon. Pat Blue Ribbon. Uh, Miller High Life. And are veins still around in Milwaukee, or, or have they left? Well, I think they might still be some of them in Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh-huh. Schlitz is still there, and I think Miller's, but they're around the country. Too. That's what I think. They're, they're, na you know, they're gone, national. I just, you know, you always associate, you know, Schlitz that made Milwaukee famous, you know, that slogan. And then there was, uh, oh, Bass Blue Ribbon. Right. And... Miller High Life, the champagne of bottled beer. I don't, I'd never heard that slogan. Huh, okay. And, uh, well, Miller makes a, you can still buy Miller. Right, you see that. Well, they've got, you know, they, they got so many different kinds. Right. But, uh, yeah, that, but they got all these little microbreweries around now that, that do that. Now, when you grew up, 
did you read comic books? I did in case I would get um three for a quarter in case I would read comic books. I would. In fact, I heard tonight they're, they're having Comic Con at that convention down in San Diego where they had 25,000 comic fans get together. And they just announced that next year, because there's such demand, they're writing a script to be a filming a new movie about Batman and Superman together. I heard that. Yeah. On the news today. Right, on the news. Read it on, on the computer. On the, on it, the it, it, made, it made CBS headline news. Well, the reason I ask about the comic books, you ever, there used to be a white silver salve, and kids would get that, you know, and, and send away and then sell it, and then you'd win, um, I don't know if you got prizes for it or... Wasn't there like a coupon? I see you remember like a, a page in the comic book that you can mail things away for. Oh, yeah, well, see, that, but that White Clover Sav, there's got to be somebody out there that mm -hmm. that can remember that. White, and it was White Clover Sav. White Clover Sav. Was it was it for boo-boos, or what did you use it for? Well, I just guess if you put it on it, wherever you put Sav now, you had a burn, maybe, or a sore, or a cut, or... Well, I'll, I'll tell you about the famous Sav that my family used. We use Reznal. Reznal used to be, I think it was out of Pennsylvania, it had, on the jar, it had, it'll cure everything. You know, from, from, uh, baby rashes to poison, and it does. It, it's brown, it smells, they finally had them take everything off the label, where it would cure, but it still works. And my uncle, that's what my uncle would always have available at a drugstore, was Reznal. And it just smells like it. Yeah, and you had to get it off your clothes. You were stinging your clothes. But it's still around. Yes. And it, well, I've it, looked it, up that white clover, and I don't know if I found that on there and Google that or not. But he he get it. I don't. It was probably like twenty-five cents a tin, mm -hmm. and he and he'd get a sleeve of those, and and then and sell them to you know to whoever. You still have any red, any uh, ointments around? That does everything? Ointments? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. But, Patricia, you have I any tell you what, when, uh, when I did that reenacting the Indian Wars, and mm -hmm. now I don't ride horses every day, so you get a little saddle sore. <laughs> <laughs> our, our friends yeah. uh, that were out in Sony <laughs> Walden plays with his buttons, you've got saddle sore. <laughs> We're deteriorating quickly here. Yeah, what did you put on them? Well, bag bomb <laughs> is what this is what this uh, our friend and they were they they lived out in California. They moved to Utah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it was bag bomb, and it's uh, the farmers used it to put on the on the on the on the cow's udders. It's Would you spell spell the first word for me, please? Bag, B-A-G. Bag, mom. mom. All right. And on that, there's a there's a rose like a like a, a clover, like a red clover. I, I, uh -huh. I kind of wondered if white clover didn't start making bag bomb. But bag bomb. Well, I've been hearing. And, and you used bag bomb on your saddle sore. 
and the farmers use it on cows' udders. Uh-huh. This, I think, qualifies for a broad-spectrum remedy. Well, I guess you could put it on other than any sore that a, that a cow would have. But farmers... I, well, I was listening, I've been listening the last couple of days to a lot of Dr. Christian. Uh, and Dr. Christian, always from the beginning to the end, remember the adver- who advertised Dr. Christian? I don't think I've heard more than two of those shows in my lifetime, Walden. No, I don't remember. Vaseline. 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 There's another ointment that they, oh, you know, for this rub or that rub, that's what they yeah. always. Is that one still around? Yeah. Oh, Vaseline? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's got a, Every time I go to the dermatologist and they get and they. They dig a little bit off of my skin. They give me a, I, I, I got more Vaseline than I could uh, grease a car with for a year. They got me. I'm going to, I wouldn't. That, that bag bomb, mm-hmm. uh, when my activities director was at, uh, at the, uh, oh, the, where you buy material or whatever, and they had it, little, little cans of it in there. So if your hands uh, from sewing or whatever like that would get a little sore or whatever. Like you get oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a fabric shop and a notions shop? Yeah. yeah. Bag bomb. All right. Keep talking. Really, I'm doing homework really here. Stuff. I put it on toast sometimes. <clears throat> you put it on toast. Well, that, they, they got me about, I'm going to do the Dr. Christian radio shows right after the war. they promoting that these are all come from petroleum products. I yes, ne- that's, that's true. You know, I never th- I never knew that would be an advertising... It used to be called petrolatum jelly. Oh. Vaseline petrolatum jelly, meaning they, petrol. Uh-huh. They used to call it pe- uh, petroleum jelly, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, let's see. Bing. Bag bomb. Bag bomb uses... Let's see. And, oh, it has ingredients, too. And then another thing I learned that was good for for saddle sores or whatever is uh, uh, cornstarch. Cornstarch. That that would be good for drying it out. It would be terrible for infection because germs love it. I think it was to keep from getting saddle sores. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would, that would keep you dry and, and reduce the friction. All right, let's see. Many uses. It works. Uh, it was bag bomb was developed in 1899. So I, I think it probably has been through the five-year trial period here. <laughs> you think it's made that? Oh, the distance. Yep. I think it made it. Bag bomb. Oh, Vermont's original. How about it? It's a Vermont product. Hmm. Let's see. Odd uses for bag bomb. How to use bag bomb. <laughs> How to use it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, top uses. Um, what we need is ingredients. They, they had ingredients. Hold on. Ingredients. Speaking of been to the test of time I was talking to uh, Frank and Bobby they get got back from the trip to London this week 
and next door to the place they're staying at, it was the oldest restaurant in the world. You guys want to guess how long the oldest restaurant has been open? The mm-hmm. oldest restaurant would be in the 1600s. No, later than 1700s. Yeah, 17, 17, what year? 17, you got the first two numbers, right? Well, um, there's there's one in New Jersey called the 76th House. That was open in 1776. Mm. Um, I would say 1784. You're off by five years. You're good, Patricia. Seven, 1789. Wow, yeah. I did good. You did. All right, this stuff has eight hydroxyquinoline sulfate. So it looks like kind of an antibiotic type function. I don't think it's an antibiotic, but an antibiotic type function. Huh. Well, now you know what you're putting on your saddle sort. <laughs> uh, lanolin. Petrolatum. Lanolin. That, that was a popular name for a lot of products after the war. Uh-huh. Whatever oh, lan- I- lanolin is. is. Was it a bacteria or something? An antibacteria? <laughs> no, lanolin is a softener, a skin softener. Okay. So it's also got petrolatum like Vaseline in it and lanolin. So that's how come it's got a softening effect, and I guess the eight whatever hydroxy da 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 da, da is probably the um, the the stuff that helps the irritation and infection. So how about that? All right, I I have learned something new. We now know what that bomb is, Walden. If we ever get saddle sores. Well, that's and that's good for other things too. You could probably use it in place of Vaseline. Probably. I had to have known about it before I could do that, though. This is really good. Thank you. What kind of, do you have any ointment around the house, Patricia, just in case? Yeah, I usually keep bacitracin. That's an antibiotic-type ointment. And what is it I called? Do, do, bacitracin. Oh, okay. The tracin has uh, the antibi the anti. Anti, an anti-germ thing, yeah. Is it a cream or is it a liquid it's thing? An, it comes in both now. It's an ointment and a cream. So the ointment is like Vaseline. It stays, it stays um, slick and, and gooey, but the cream rubs in. We're talking about the bag bomb yet? No, the uh, Bacitracin ointment oh, and cream. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Walden asked me if I had any stuff in the house. And I usually keep that kind of stuff because it's it's some good broad spectrum dealing. But do not ever put ointment or butter on a burn. Oh. Well, maybe there used to be the old white you used to put butter. I know. I, oh, hurry up. He's got a burn. Put butter on butter it. Butter on it. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. You can save the butter for the next day, but don't don't put it on a fresh burn. Oh, what did is it ice? I'm trying to remember what we supposed to do for a burn. Yeah, put uh, ice, cold water, anything to cool it down very quickly because it will. If, if you have a burn, the burn it, it's so hot, the skin gets so hot that it'll continue to damage tissue underneath until it starts to cool down. So if you put it in cool water, it'll take care of it. It won't take care of it, but it'll keep it from burning any further. And it feels good. The only problem with cold water for a burn is that when you stop, it hurts twice as much. 
Well, I was just thinking, as a kid, I used to jam my thumbs and my toes a lot. Yeah. And remember what you remember the old routine was for a jump joint, what you would do? Lisa, well, I'd, what would you uh, do? Ice. Okay, use ice. How about you, Bob? What would you do if you, if you jammed your toes with your hand? What do you mean? You mean like playing ball or something? Yeah, when you play ball and you jammed it and you and you and what was the routine you know oh, to I think I usually just hang on to it and jump up and down huh? <laughs> <laughs> my what fa- is it, Walden? My what family routine would take out our big old crop our big old like uh roasting pan, mm-hmm. put hot water and Epsom salt and we just stick it in there and get let, let that soak through hot the skin. water. Yeah. Like lukewarm hot water. I wouldn't do much for a boo-boo. Well, that's what it did. That's how we did it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's a wonder all of us survived, uh-huh. you know? Oh, well. Okay, Bob, I'm going to ask you a trivia question. Are you ready? Am I ready? Yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Did you decide yet? Huh? Did you decide if you are ready? Say no, Bob. I'm sending you an email. Oh. Uh oh. Okay. Well, here here is your trivia question for tonight. And there's your there's your email. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not going to answer it. I'll just look and see how close you are. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> I don't want to make you feel bad by you know saying that you're 82. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready for a trivia question. Okay. How old is Walt? <laughs> okay. Howard Duff played one of the most popular detectives. Which detective was it? Howard Duff. Howard. What? Howard. Howard. Howard Duff. Mm-hmm. Howard Duff played one of the most popular. Detectives. Damn. Who was that detective? Sam Spade. Oh, oh very good. See, our family is getting too good here, mm-hmm. Walden. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go to John Dunning instead of. Okay, now what was he? What was he? What was he drink in his office? What was he? What would Sam Spade have in his office? What would he have in his? Yeah, what would he have? You know. To drink. Yeah. He kept a bottle. He kept a bottle. Uh, a bottle and a flask. Half a brandy. I, I always thought it was gin. Maybe I, who knows. I thought it was scotch. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll have, I'll have to go to John Dunning when we take a break later, mm-hmm. and I'll see. Okay, Bob, hey, what do you want? Did you, get, did you get my email now? I didn't look. I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> After we hang up, I'll look. <laughs> All right. Okay. What would you like? You've got Phil Harris and Alice Faye, and then you want the Alice Faye Jr. interview. What else would you like? Is that all the Alice Faye you have? That well, I had the the only interview I have. Yes. No, no, I meant the the shows. The shows. Oh, all the shows. Yeah, I'll give you all of the shows that I have. I may have oh, I don't know, thirty. Thirty-five. Okay. Uh, well, now, now that's a hard question again. 
<laughs> Don't you love it? All of the guys, they know what question I'm going to ask. All right, what, what are you in the mood for? Science fiction, detectives, westerns? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe some, um, Michael Riley. Oh. Michael Riley, good choice. Okay. You got it. Yeah, Life of, Life of Riley. Life of Riley, you got it. Okay. What was, what was the name of his oldest daughter? He only had Babs. one. That's Babs. right. Babs is good. That's good. That's good. All right. Babs. Okay. All right, Bob. Well, you take care of yourself and be good and don't hurt my badger. Well, just, oh yeah, well, now, when are you guys going to show up for this summertime thing? Well, we got to start collecting funds, you know, that, that's the next big problem. We, 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 we figure out our location. Well, now, if you, I think we ought to do this maybe a little bit later, like in September. September. And then it should be cool then. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Can we take Patricia to a Nebraska Wisconsin football game? And it'll be <laughs> the color will start coming in. Yeah, and she can join. She can join the uh, the 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 ambiance of seeing a game in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll make the hot dogs. I'll make a hot dog. Hey. Bob, I looked at your email. You're not even close. Oh. <laughs> You're not. Huh? You're not even close. Uh, I, could, I, I could tell you how I arrived at that. No, I'd, I'd prefer that you didn't, but hey. I, just just go and be happy that you're not close. Okay. Okay. It's, it's lower then. We know she's 21. I'm somewhere between 21 and 79. Yeah. <laughs> lower. It's lower then. Has to be. Uh, okay. You're, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that I know that you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't fit me. I'm not 50. Is that what you said? Oh, no, 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 you no, wouldn't I, fib. You wouldn't fail. If I was, oh. I was, if I was close, you, 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 you'd tell me. If you were close, I wouldn't say boo. You wouldn't say true? Boo. I, I, if you were close, I wouldn't say anything. I'm, okay. All right. Well, I'll, Sorry. I'll work on that. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Go to your room. Okay. Good talk to you. Thanks, later. Bob. Oh, uh, dear. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 Keep up the good work. We'll try. Thanks, Bob. All right, bye now. What a hoot. Oh, what right. a hoot. 714 545. I don't have to give out the number anymore. Hello there. You're on the air. 545. Hello. Hello there. Turn your computer from Chicago. Edwin who? From Chicago. Where's that? Um, it's in Europe. How you doing, Edwin? 
I am doing wonderful. I'm going to give him a bad time. You won't let me do that. Okay. No, I won't. <laughs> I'm just hey, feisty tonight. You see what happens when I sleep? Hey. I'm, I'm feisty. I know. So how are you doing with the heat? Wonderful. I love it. It's been like 93, 95, and I, I love it. You're a hot weather rabbit. I am, and I was calling about two things. Uh, well, three things. Number one, the beer I remember from Milwaukee is Old Milwaukee and Ham's beer. Ham's beer. Yes. I think I thought Ham's maybe is H A M or H A N. H A M as in the food. I remember the other one coming from Canada. Oh, Ham's was yeah. uh, from. Wisconsin and Old Milwaukee, of course, was from Milwaukee. And they have a commercial uh, with a bear that was. That's what I remember. I always thought that came from Colorado, uh, from Canada. The one with the uh, bear and ice, ice, blue from the uh, blue, ever blue waters or something. The Hams uh, Beer Club. Well, I believe it was from Milwaukee, but... You know what? Uh, I thought it was from Canada. Well, let's see. Ham's Beer. Um, Wiki. Let's see what Wiki says. And as far as ice, yeah. salt was definitely used on ice. Now, um, I used to run an ice cream uh, truck company, and we used to use salt on the ice so that the packaging of the ice cream bars would not stick to the ice. Now, I have to qualify that because this was not water ice. This was dry ice. Oh, okay. So you didn't stick your fingers in that either. Exactly. I'm not a chemist, but I believe dry ice was based on nitrogen. Correct. It's frozen nitrogen. Right. And the salt would keep um, things from getting stuck to it. Yeah. So, let yeah. me ask you this. You ran an ice cream truck. How many ice cream products would you order a day per truck? Well, probably like a couple dozen. A couple dozen different type of bars and different uh, things in cups. So, but like, you, you, think, you think an ice cream truck maybe would have 200 items then or 300 items in it? or A day? Uh-huh, a day. Probably yeah, a couple hundred. Mm-hmm. What was the most popular? The most popular were um, popsicles. Popsicles? No kidding. I would have thought, uh, you know, like the cups of ice cream. Are they Dixie cups? I would have thought they would be the most popular. The most popular seemed to be the popsicles because uh, at that time, I'm talking about 30 years ago, people... If you remember a popsicle, you could divide it in two because it had two of the uh, wooden sticks in it. Right. Uh-huh. And a lot of people used to buy that just to share. Just... Wasn't it a while for a while we had ice cream popsicles for a while? Uh, you could I buy... Really, I don't remember that. I oh, oh, yeah. yeah um, creamsicles. Think... Creamsicles. Creamsicles, still... yes. Yeah, yes. I can yes. still buy the creamy... I don't know what they call them, cream-filled popsicles. They're popsicles in the supermarket, right. and they've got cream in the center cream with the filling. ice yes. on the outside. Right. Well, that was cream with orange flavor on the outside. 
Uh-huh. Uh, creamsicles, yeah. Yep, yeah, I can buy them. I can still buy them in the supermarket. Yeah. They're popsicle products. And something that was real popular, too, was uh, the frozen bananas that were covered with chocolate. Patricia's never had well, one. She has I no. Never ha- you know, I never had a banana split, either. I have no interest in putting chocolate on my bananas. And oh, that's um, really a terrible thing to say, because I've never tasted it. I don't know if it's any good. We're sprinkled with peanuts, Patricia. Ew. Now, oh, peanuts yeah. have such a strong flavor that... When I eat anything with peanuts, that's all I taste is peanuts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, everybody. Remember, when we come to dinner, you have to separate everything for Patricia because, you know, she, she can't have anything mixed together. So we got. I don't want lumps in my food. If, no. I, if I put things together myself, that's okay. But don't. I don't want lumps in my food <laughs> when I first get it. Well, I understand that completely because I love Thai food. But... Every time I go to a Thai food restaurant, I tell them, please, no peanuts in my food. Ah, so you that you understand what I'm saying. I hear that. you, because I love peanuts out the shell, uh-huh. but not in my food. No. Yeah. We if, felt, I, if I wanted everything to taste like peanuts, I'd eat peanuts. We, we fell in love with Thai food when we were visiting my uncle when he was head of NATO in Belgium, because he had uh, cooks who were... Uh, from the Philippines, and they, they great cook great um, Thai food, mm-hmm. and we tried to find a sauce to use. It, it was really hard to find a sweet, hot chili sauce. That's what Thai food that we like was made out of, and that was very hard to find. Is Thai food hot, spicy? It's spicy. At least the ones I like are spicy and rich. It can be spicy. And the sweet, sweet usually comes because they use uh, coconut milk and a lot of ah. um, which is another thing I do not like in my food. Uh, but I love Thai food, yeah. And I had another question. I was listening to a show that uh, USA Today played a few days ago. It was, uh, I think, November 11th of 47, maybe. And uh, William Bendix could not play uh, Riley because uh, of a sore throat. So Jackie Gleason did the show. Correct. Mm, I remember that. Yes, and they gave a credit to the son being Alan Reed Jr. Correct. I was curious. Is this Alan Reed Jr., Alan Reed's son? Correct. I had him on the show last year. Oh, okay. And he is the son of Alan Reed of, of, of Flintstone fame. Okay. And uh, he did some works. He did his, his dad even had a radio show uh-huh. um, that he was on. Uh, and he did some others, and I gave him copies of it. And we he has a, a book out about his oh, dad. Oh, okay. And... And you can look for it on iTunes. He did all the audio and found clips of uh, of his dad. His dad was the original daddy of uh, for Fanny Bri- Fanny Bryce for oh, uh, Baby Snooks. And Louis, he was on. Uh, My yeah, Life of Luigi. He, yeah. Yeah, but no, that's the yeah, it's the exact same one. Oh, okay. That was very interesting because it was the first time I heard credits saying Alan Reed Jr. 
And I was just curious, hey, is that yeah, and Jackie did. Jackie did the first year of TV of Life of Life before when the Bendis got on it. Mm-hmm. So that's why um, so that's why they decided to have him do the radio show for that little time because he was doing the TV version. Oh, he did a great job. I was mm-hmm. impressed. I was impressed. He was a good, yeah. he was a good uh, Riley. Yeah. Jackie Gleason, yeah. I even like his orchestra. You know, people might have forgot he conducted a so a light classical orchestra for a while. Yes. And good yes. music. Well, good well, he's music. He's an amazing orchestra leader. Yep. Having no education in music, or he couldn't even read music. That's true. And uh, I, I, I do remember his part of my tradition as growing up was um, Saturday nights sitting down in front of a TV and watching his show. I think his show came after the uh, Sunny and Share uh, Share and Sunny show, and then. He would come on and there's still at least one member a couple members left for the honeymooner tv show that and i'm planning to try to get hold of one of them here fairly recent joyce randolph who who did several of those uh shows so it'll be interesting to get her memories of working with jackie gleason and all those people yeah that was a great show yeah that was a great who, who did what did alan reed do in the flintstones he was he was he was, he was the flintstones he was fred he was Fred? Yeah. yeah. I, need, well, I need to get out more. Well, you know, so, uh, I'll tell you one thing. Last week, um, John Larry and I taped an interview with uh, Alan Young and Janet Waddle together. Uh-huh. Well, guess Alan was offered Barney Rubble first. No and he, kidding. And he had a conflict with Mr. Reds. So that role went to Mill Blank. But originally, they wanted Alan Young to play Barney Rubble. And Barney, and Mel Blank was Barney Rubble? Right. No kidding. Yeah. Well, I have to pay attention. Well, you know, um, you remember Wilma and who was the other girl? Betty. Betty. Uh, Wilma was Fred's wife, right? Uh-huh. And Betty was uh, Barney's wife. Barney's wife. Well, those were played by, remember the uh, one was the gal who played the wife of Father Knows Best. Um, on radio. On, ra- on radio. Okay. Well, one it, of them was B. Benedict. Right. The other would be Benedict. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Of course, you know the next door neighbor, Gracie Allen, next door neighbor of, mm-hmm. of Gracie Allen. Radio, uh-huh. And of course, Eve Goodwin on the Great Girls Wave. So if you think about that, and uh, when we had No Blank on, they recorded all those episodes in Mel Blank bedroom. Yeah. Because they were the was t- this after his accident? Correct. Oh, so they so they had the entire cast sit there and read the, the line in Mel's bedroom, and while the engineers and guys were out in the living room recording. Amazing. Now, that um, Mel Blank was in a plane crash. Is that correct? Auto 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 crash. An auto crash. Yeah. Okay. He was avoiding some. If somebody got in the middle of the line, and he avoided and just wiped himself out. And um, no, wait. Half sentences. He he was driving to avoid. What? He, he was he was it was a late night. Yeah. And somebody got in the middle of the lane, so he avoided the car by t- making a left hand turn or right hand to avoid the person. Okay, so somebody was driving at him right. on the wrong side of the road. Okay. And so okay. and so 
uh, Mel was in a coma for I don't know how weeks, and he was not responding until his doctor came in and said, "Well, how you doing today, Bugs?" And he responded at Bugs Bunny. Oh wow! He wasn't responding. So he hit he hit the right chord Correct. in his brain. It was Bugs that was alive. Um, it was nobody else. Mel and everybody else were. Mel was, you know, was not responding, but Bugs responded. Wow. Yeah. Something, something I'm very interested in is uh, I, I just finished listening to some episodes of Maisie. Right. Maisie Revere. Right. And there's a voice on this show that I swear is the lady that did Alice in the Brady Bunch. And I know she, I heard this voice in uh, Bright Star with Fred McMurray. Mm-hmm. And I, I know we tried to look this up right. previously on the internet and we didn't find anything, but if someone should know, who is this lady? Well, Patricia, if you got Dunning's book, maybe you can look up Macy's. Maybe that the cash credits that would help us. Macy's. Macy's. That would work. Let's do it that is way. Is it The Adventures of Macy's? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Look at that one. Frank Nelson did a lot of those at the... Uh, one of the male regular voices of that series. Adventures of Father Brown, Frank And that series was, I think, was uh, sponsored by MGM. MGM's movie studio wound up trying to have to start their own radio um, depart, d- division. And so, uh, Radio Station New York changed it to WMGM. Uh, uh-huh. And they started to syndicate a lot of the MGM movies onto radio. And, and that's oh. how, and Mace, Mace was one of those. Uh-huh. That's when we get the Andy Hardy uh, show and different shows like that. Dr. Kildare, different ones who were all MGM film properties. They may run at it and start issuing mass radio shows. 423. Now it's just Maisie, not the adventures. I was in the wrong place. Okay, let's see. And that's Anne Southern. Uh huh. Anne Southern. Um, cast Anne Southern. Um, now Walden Tom, Well, she's doing that. Hans Conrad, Sheldon Leonard, Ben Wright, Lorraine Tuttle. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, um, Anne Wright? Uh, ben Wright. Yeah, Ben Wright. Lorraine Tuttle. Marvin Miller. Joan Banks, B. Benaderet, and Frank Nelson. So, so Joan... I would guess uh, B. Benaderet or uh, probably B. Benaderet. Oh, no, 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 she... it wasn't her. Definitely not. Well, the other one been Lorraine Tuttle. Lorraine Tuttle. Lorraine Tuttle. Oh, definitely not. Or the other one been Joan Banks. But, you know, Lorraine had such a wide range. You no, know... it was definitely not her. Okay, you know who Mary. Joan Banks was married to, don't you? Oh, yeah, um, Frank Lovejoy. That's right. Good oh, job. Oh, I'm hot tonight. Oh, oh am I hot tonight? Okay, that's it. Don't ask me Ladies and gentlemen, I guess it's officially have been noted that Patricia has woken up. Her brain is in operational order. Well, that doesn't mean she woke up, but her brain worked. <laughs> maybe, maybe when I'm awake, too much stuff clutters. Mm-hmm. You know, my brain gets cluttered, mm-hmm. and... And was it Marie Tuttle uh, Jr.'s mother? Rex Skelton's mother? Yes, that was her. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, she, she was married to Frank Lovejoy? Uh, no, Joan Banks. 
Oh, okay. Lorraine Tuttle is married to Melville Ruet, who was the announcer for Lux Radio Theater. That was her. That was her husband. You know, it's really surprising and not surprising at the same time how many people were in the same industry and married. Mm-hmm. Well, but see, it's, it's not surprising, and I wonder how many of the marriages survived. I know Frank Lovejoy and, and Joan Banks didn't. Um, what about the others? Yeah, Joan Banks, no, that, that did, but it was, it was uh, his second marriage. It was his um, second. Well, okay. Who did he marry on the first round? It was a girl I'm not familiar with. I found it on his Wikipedia page. I know Alice Faye was married to uh, Tony Martin for Correct. nine she, years, she, and then she married Phil Harris. Harris till they died. Right, and they were married for over 50 years. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, that's a great question. A lot of them survived, Patricia. Yeah, Sibber and Molly were together. Right. Uh, you know, Jim and Mary and Jordan, they stayed. I see and Harriet. Right. Betty. You know. And uh, George and Gracie. Yep. Livingston. Yeah. So I guess, I guess it was more well, common. Well, look, at Perry, look at Perry Como. He, he, he and his wife had moved for over 65 uh-huh. years until she passed away. Yeah, and Ben Crosby. Right. And Catherine. Uh, right, and then then he was married before, and Dixie passed away. So Dixie uh, passed away. He was a widower. Well, he yeah. was a widower. Of course, Bob Bob and Dolores Hope were married for over thirty years. I mean, seventy years until right. he passed away. Yeah. George um, Red, right. Red Skelton didn't, but his wife wasn't in show business. His wife was. His first one she was. She was. What did his she first, do? She was his writer. Oh, 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 yeah. And Edna. Uh, as far yeah. as I know, wasn't she uh, his writer after they divorced? Yes. Also? Yes. She stayed with him, yeah. 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 Uh, also, oh. um, Danny Kay's wife. Danny Kay's wife was his writer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... <clears throat> oh, you, you said um, who was married, which, which of the, was it Willard Waterman? Mm-hmm. Or Hal Perry. Hal Perry. Hal Perry was married uh, to his secretary. Secretary uh, Betsy. Betsy. Or yep. Bessie, I guess. Right, right. Um. Of course, Henry Stafford, who played Daddy, he was married to Viola Vaughn, who did a yeah. lot of those Fintel parts of the Jack Benny radio show. Uh huh. Elliot Lewis and Kathy Lewis right. didn't stay together. They didn't stay, but then he remarried uh, Mary Jane Cross, who was, you know, on this book. E, uh, arch nemesis on the Armist book show. Right. And they stayed together? Yes. Okay. So sometimes the second go around. Second is the time one that it worked. worked. Yeah. So it sounds like it was very common for people to be together, mm-hmm. even though, and, and in the same industry. They, it would be hard. This is, I'm thinking out loud now. It would be hard for somebody in such an unusual and trying and demanding business not to be married to someone who understood a very demanding business, and at the same time, both of them having to cope with it, it they should have it, it it should have created home problems, not not because it, of the industry, but because of the demands of the industry. It didn't. I talked to Janet Janet called me Monday, and uh, we were just talking, and she said, "What you know? Besides, you you know." He said, you know, an important part of marriage, in her mind, was what are you going to talk about? You know, and so a lot of them who were working in the entertainment field, 
they had that relationship bond. Okay, and and of course she was married to, to a writer, Robert E. Lee, Lee who was a the very writer. famous writer. playwright. Right. Um. Well, that makes a whole lot of sense. So, what would you talk about if you came home and right. and, and somebody else was a was a doctor or a scientist mm-hmm. or um, a secretary? Mm-hmm. What would you talk about? And so and, and so that that passion. Cause I think, yeah. I think, you know, I think a lot of people in the entertainment industry are blessed because they're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And if you're passionate about it, I think you want to share it with the person yeah. you love. Yeah. You know, I, and I, if you weren't, you wouldn't have lasted long. Right. How interesting. Well, well, Edwin, you sure opened some interesting conversation tonight. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you, you did good, and we even got Barney Rubble in there. I know. I know. I, I I was listening to the show from about a couple hours ago, and all the callers were just giving some great information. I thought, oh, let me call in and. Well, you did. It. You did it. But well, you you did good. You did good. You wanna uh, you want a trivia question? I'll yeah, I'll take one. All right. Um, well, I'm, I'm putting together people tonight. So this person was with another famous person on a show. Who was Portland Hoffa with? Oh, come on, girl. That's an easy one, Fred Adams. Oh, right. Well, it's not easy if you know the answer. Um, how long did that marriage last? A long time until Pete passed away. That was... That was from the 20s until almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that was another And that, one that was the first marriage for both of them, Walden? Right, that was the first marriage for both. Well, and then she, then she remarried a, uh, a director, and that, that, that marriage lasted for another 25 years uh-huh. until he passed away. Groucho didn't have good luck with his no, marriage. No, he didn't. He didn't. He did not. No. Okay. All right, Edwin, you've got Duffy's Tavern coming. What else would you like? Oh, that sounds good. I, yeah, I like, you... uh, Any more? Let me think of something. Um, like Gunsmoke. Gun... You want Gunsmoke? Yeah, I love Gunsmoke. Um, I already sent you Gunsmoke. Uh, no, I think... I no, you know what? Because it, uh, it was an early one. This is like from last year on your list. I probably put together a collection of Gunsmoke shows. I did not start from from ground zero. Do you want the entire series? I would love it. All right, so we'll hey, start at what, volume what one. What uh, was Mac Dillon's name on the first show? On the first show? Walden knows that. What right. was it? Oh, it was Mark. Exactly. That's right. Oh, All right, now what was, what was Chester's last name? Uh, Hartford. There you go. Very good. Now, what was his middle name? Uh, oh, I don't know that. <laughs> did he have a middle name? Yes, he did. And I'll leave that out for the family to figure out what was Chester Palfoot middle name. Okay. And the story, uh, here's the story behind that. Oh, I, I know the story you, about Palfoot. You, okay. Yeah, you know the story. And that's where, the, and that's where partly because Bill O'Connor and I let him hang out the drive, that's when he created the middle and last name. Oh, okay. All right. Oh. We'll, we'll do that. 
Okay, Edwin. Well, thank you many bunches for calling and for igniting some new and interesting stuff. Thank you. All right. Let me get out of here so someone else can call. Oh, wow. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. 714-545-2071. The family likes to cooperate and let everybody in. Give us a ring. And we have not had a first time. I know that there is a new caller out there just waiting to pick up the phone and give us a call. Please do, because we'd love to say hi and welcome you to the family. I and I have a CD. Me? Yes, yes. stump you. Well, I've got I, something I don't, that is I, going to stump you tonight. I, I don't got. know anything. I, I don't want why the ladies in my life just like to pick on me. I, I don't yeah, know. well, it's girls' night out because Delena, thank you, Delena. You're welcome. I get, we I get feeling better. lonesome sometimes, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah me yeah. against the guys. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Not Patricia, good. Patricia. Yes, well, don't you know, I think you can handle yourself. Did you say, I, I looked up uh, uh, Maisie. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. it, it it was played by Ann Southern. Right. But right. He, he was asking about who, some of the other female cast members. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought maybe uh, there were, like, like a, so many other programs uh, that there were different, you know, that were changed or... Right. But no, played yeah. Played by different people, over yeah. Over the right. years. But Ann played it from the beginning to end. But he, I was thinking, I thought, oh, she probably just was Maisie in the movies. I remember the Maisie movies. Right. And I didn't know they had Maisie movies. That's yeah. where they got started. Oh, I'm like that. You mean the movies, and then they went to the radio? Movies? Correct. They dated the radio? Oh, yeah. The, the, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Honest to goodness. Oh, if you look at Maisie, there was a ton of them. Yeah. And they were all before the radio series. Oh yeah, there and, were a whole bunch. And she was in the movies too. She was. She thought she was. She was the movie star. Yeah. I'll be done. What years was this? Oh, I would say in the late 30s, throughout the 40s. I think yeah. there was a 10-year run. Yeah. And right. I, I don't know how many. I would guess we 10. Oh wait a minute, I've got my my movie. Mi- uh, hey, I wonder, hey, okay. Let me put the phone down yeah. a second. I'll put it on. Uh, I'll put it on. Uh, Speaker. And, well, I've got IMDb up here. Okay. 1939. I'll just look. I'll start with M, like Maisie. It was usually Maisie. Maisie, whatever. Maisie yeah. does that. The, the, the titles were usually right. Maisie this and Maisie that. She was married to Roger Pryor, who was the host of the Screen, screen Guild show. Oh, really? Yeah, and they used to, uh, you know, co-star together on radio. We turn on the light. And then I think there was the uh, Maisie. Uh, there was. Uh, Ann Southern had her two different TV shows, I think, in the thirties. I think. Ann Southern secretary. Oh yeah, that was a uh, uh, oh. I think one was called secretary. There were two different titles. Right. Walden. Right, and I think one was secretary in the title. Yeah, yeah. Um. And I can picture her boss, Mister Mister. Oh. I can't think of what his character's name was, Mr. Something, but, uh, <laughs> Mr. Something, isn't that good? Mr. Something. something. That's fun. <laughs> but, no, it, I, I, uh, And Anne lived into her 90s. It was B, I think. Anne uh, lived into her, uh, she was 92. I, I can't think of, 
She was 92 what? When she passed away, I think. She was in her 90s. Wow. She had a long life. M-A-S. Uh, it looks like, um, all right, I've got Up Goes Maisie. Okay. Maisie Goes to Reno. Okay. Swing Ship Maisie. Right. Okay, I was looking. I, I knew I was doing something wrong here. Maisie Gets Her Man. Okay, that's four. Ringside Maisie. Five. Maisie Was a Lady. Six. Gold Rush Maisie. Seven. Congo Maisie. Eight. Congo, uh -huh. Maisie Ravier. Nine. I'm, no, I'm sorry, Maisie. Oh, just here playing. they are. He's got a. Sometimes when they did a series like uh oh uh, what was the China the the, the Chinese detective uh Charlie Chan. Charlie Chan. Like like things like that where there were so many mate he, and he has them listed in chronological order one right. two three four five six seven eight. Nine, ten. He's got ten listed under Maisie, the Maisie movies. So what year shall we call it? From 1939? Well, 1939 was the first one. Till the end? Maisie, 1939. Congo, Maisie, 1940. Mm -hmm. 1940. Up Goes Maisie, 1946, and Undercover Maisie, 1947. So if you look at it, it had an eight-year run, and it didn't start the radio show until about 1949. Wow. All right, now, I'm, this is, absolutely blows me away. Okay. She started in the movies in 1927. Yes. So we've got a movie from her in 27, 29, and then we go 1930, 30, 30, 30, 33, 33, 34, 34, 34, 34, 34, 35. How did these people make? I, wow. I mean, it's, it's it, just, I know that well, they, they shot them in two to three weeks. I yeah. know that this was, well, but it was so intense. Well, if you look at it, um, it wasn't uncommon for some of the people who do 100 movies in a career and if you were a contract player, if you were under contract by the studio, the, you know, the famous seven-year contract, it wasn't, uh -huh. it wasn't uncommon that your stars were doing five to six movies a year. Yeah. And, of course, it, this doesn't necessarily mean she was the star of the movie. She just, no. you know, she was in, in the, movie the movie and may have had a, a small role right. or, or a major role. It doesn't, it doesn't say. Well, you, you know who I think, I wonder who, who's been in the most movies. I have an idea. The most movies movie. of all time. Oh, what a great you know, question. As a, as I think the, we, as we the, looked up information. The, 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 the uh, title character or? I would say mostly as a, a I'm, title. I'm not talking about somebody that would just have bit. No, I would say a star. And not necessarily the, the main role, but maybe, you know, for I'm example, like Jimmy Stewart be. frequently played second fiddle, right, but he right, was major. Okay. Right. There's one person I know that did 400 movies. Oh, my goodness. And still working. Still and it's working. still working? Yes. Oh, dear. Mm. When did they start? Uh, this, one, this one started in 1923. And, and they're still making movies? Yes. Or is this a trick question? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Walton. Because they're I being have shown it. every night or something. Well, you guys will say, oh, yeah, it's Mickey Rooney. That's 
right. Mickey has done over 400 movies in his career. Oh, my goodness. Well, he's, he's still out uh, trying to do some circus he's still, stuff. He is. It, it's a, and he's not doing very well either. You know, he's not. Uh, well, golly, how old is he now? He, he, well, he could be I 90, know. He's going to be 93 in September. Yeah. Yeah. But, wow. <laughs> Let me look up in my book what his first. Wow. Well, that, that he, 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 only the major, major stars are listed in... Right, uh, well, he goes back into the Little Rascals. Remember, he was yeah. in the oh, uh, look at, the Silence. Oh, he, the, little, the Little Rascals? Yes, he he was in the Silence of the Little Rascals starting in 23. I didn't know that. Oh, First yeah. First thing listed for Mickey Rooney in, uh, uh, oh, what's his name? I don't always agree with Leonard Maltin's, uh book in the index is, is The Beast of the City in 1932. Right, but see, he was going under the name Mickey McGuire. I didn't know he was in The Little Rest. Oh, yeah, and he was going under a different name as Mickey McGuire. Oh. And so he started as, uh, 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 in The Little Rascals, and then there's a whole series in the late 20 called Mickey McGuire, which he was the star of. Oh, my goodness. And, and why, why the name changed? Almost feels an entire. I don't know. I, I that's a good question. I have I've read at least one of his books. Well, you guys know the you know who you you guys know what famous character named after him, don't you? Mickey Rooney. You told us that one. Yes, I'm... I've told you once. I've told you twice. What famous what famous character is named after Mickey Rooney? Oh, Mickey Mouse. That's right. Mickey Mouse is named after Mickey Rooney. I didn't know that. Yes. So at the time, so Mickey Mouse was first Steamboat uh, Willie. I knew that. Right. What, what happened? This was a time when Mickey Rooney was Mickey McGuire. He was seven years old, and he was in the studio of Walt Disney. And this was a time when, um, you know, the first character that uh, Walt drew was Mortimer, Mortimer Mouse, and that didn't go very well. And his wife said, "You need a new name for for the mouse." And so Mickey McGuire was in the studio, and he asked, and Walt asked him what was his name, and he said, it's Mickey. That's why he changed it to Mickey Mouse. And who is Mortimer Mouse? Oh, and by the way, this book, Yeah. I just realized, uh, uh, only goes through 1992, and he almost fills up an entire page by himself. Right. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know when, how, I don't know, I don't know how far one Mortimer showed up. It must have been... During the uh, struggling days when he was drawing things and just couldn't get get anything to work. Now there really is a character in the Mickey Mouse series named Mortimer Mouse. Who is he? I don't know. <gasps> I don't know. Oh no! I don't know. It's Mortimer Mouse is Mickey's nephew. No kidding. And I there are two. Mortimer Mouse. Who is who is the second? I believe there are two nephews. I just know Minnie was his girlfriend. That's his girlfriend. I don't... All right, let's see. Mickey Mouse and Mortimer. Let me see. Mickey. I didn't remember Mickey having, like, any relatives or... I remember Donald Duck. Right. Oh, and all that, <laughs> but... Okay, what are Donald's nephews? Delina? Uh, Huey, uh, Dewey, and Louie. Oh, you're good for me. All right. And uh, you know uh, what? Uh, that was, yeah, oh, wait, wait, Huey, Dewey, Louie. Yeah, yeah, three. Okay, and now, what was, the, what was the name of Mickey's dog? Morty and Ferdy. Ferdy? the second is one. Ferdy? Ferdy is the second one, yeah. Ferdy? Ferdy, Morty and Ferdy. Mortimer and Ferdinand. 
uh, and they go by Morty and Ferdy, are oh, Mickey Mouse's nephews. Are you talking about Mickey Mouse? Yes, Mickey yeah, Mouse. Yeah, Mickey Mouse's nephew. I was going to say, I, I thought we were talking about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now, Ralph in California, when Ralph calls in later, he mm-hmm. will tell you what color hats the, the boys wore beanies, sort of, you know, uh, yeah. build beanies. Yeah. And they had, they had different yellow, colored stripes in the hats, and Ralph will be able to tell you which nephew had which color. Oh, my goodness. Okay, now what was the name of Mickey's dog? Mickey's dog was Pluto. Yeah, Mickey's dog. Yeah, Pluto. Wait a minute. Then who? Goofy. Goofy Pluto is a friend. Just, He's just, another character. Dog. Wasn't Goofy a dog? Goofy is yeah. a dog. Yeah. In fact, stands up. my friend Sharon that I, uh, Walden, you yeah. know, you've, yeah. you've mm-hmm. heard me tell right. so many stories about Sharon. Right. He said that when her daughter, Tracy, who's who's Matthew and Nathan's age around there, she's in her 30s, early mm-hmm. 30s, uh, she said that when she was little, she would say, she, she'd see, uh, oh, they were reading, she was reading a, a, a book to Tracy, to her daughter, uh, a, 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 a Disney book, mm-hmm. you know, story. And she, and, and, and it was, uh, uh, what was the, uh, Goofy was the, were you saying Goofy? Goofy, yeah. Yeah, okay. And, and, uh, Pluto were together, or so, and, and they were going into the store, and, and were about to go in the store, and it said no dogs allowed, and so he told, uh, <laughs> he told Pluto he had to wait outside, and that, that Tracy, she said she was real young at the time, like three or four, and said, well, why does, why, why can Pluto go in and, I mean, why can Goofy go in and Pluto can't, yeah. they're both dogs. <laughs> well, um, Goofy stood up on two feet, <laughs> I don't know, and he had hands. That's funny. He had hands and, and long ears. Because <laughs> he's only like that's pretty good. Or four. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty good for that for is. a little kid. I I like that a lot. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, going back to um, the anniversary of uh, uh, the eagle landing on the moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember what I was well. I remember staying up, the whole family did, we watched it, you know, and then then I remember, yeah, they, they landed, and, and then there was going to be, you know, it's going to be some time before they could get out, and I had forgotten all about that till y'all mentioned it. Right. And then, I remember, well, I remember when they landed, they said, the eagle has landed. Right. And, and, and I had couple of jobs, you know, where, where whenever it was payday, they'd say the eagle has landed when the checks came in. <laughs> and, uh, but, um, that summer, okay, that was July, what, where it was? 60, July 69. 69. I graduated high school in 69. That summer, uh, some friends of, uh, some family friends of my parents and my grandparents, uh, uh, long, really, uh, just lifelong friends. Uh, the man had gotten remarried. His name was Snuffy. Snuffy Smith, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was Snuffy Smith, and he had he owned a liquor store, and uh, he he gotten remarried, and his wife's name was Pete. 
But I don't know whether that was just short for uh, a nickname, but she's always called Pete. Well, uh, she became pregnant and uh, was uh, pregnant with twins. And she had, she gave birth the day that they landed on the moon, and she named them uh, uh, Neil and... Um, Buzz. I don't think the other one was Buzz. What was another one, the third? Michael. No, I guess it was Buzz then. Yeah. Anyway, she named, they were both boys, of course. <laughs> <laughs> right, I would hope so. <laughs> Yeah, Neil was a girl. This is good. They were both boys, and uh, she named them. And I took care. They hired me to. Um, they knew I'd, I'd had a lot of experience in babysitting, and so I lived at their house for oh a week or two because it was a cesarean and and everything. And she needed bed rest, and I took care of the baby. Uh, all for about a week, a week or two weeks. So. I remember that. Yeah. Well, that's what I was doing. Well, you remember one of the most dangerous part of the uh, whole event was? Uh, Take off. Which, from where? From the moon. Take yeah, off from that the moon. was the most dangerous, because they only had one shot. Oh, you mean from, oh, you mean the trip back? Yeah. Or, or the whole trip. The, the whole trip. Well, that one, I mean, that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, they, that, they had themselves and, and this little thing right. sitting on the moon. That was so. it. They had one so shot. what did they have they had to dock did they have to dock with something? No. Or did, yeah, did they, they had fly they, home and well, they, no they they had to re hook up with the uh Atlanta thing up there. Yeah. And, okay, and, so they did well, have they to did? Dock. Yeah. I didn't you, think we were that far ahead yet. Well, no, that's what we if you think about it, that's why Michael kept circling the earth. He was waiting for them to get back and then they re hooked and then they went on home. I didn't. I'd forgotten that. Do you remember how many days it took to get from Earth to the Moon? No. Uh, no. I think was it, was it right, three days. It was three days. You're right, Dorina. Somehow that name, it just, that number just. I, I didn't even know I remembered it. Yeah. Yeah, three days. Uh, and it's only what two hundred and fifty thousand miles. Yeah, only. From, huh? Only. What? Only. Oh, only. only well, yeah. I mean, in, in today's, in you're right, today, Delaina, yeah, in today, by today's it. standards, only is, I mean, it's just. It'd be like driving up to 7-Eleven today, but. Well, I heard, <laughs> I heard somebody. Very good, yeah. I heard somebody say, if you think about like, all the computer equipment that in, which in that um, yeah. space would now be a one of our PCs, practically. I heard that. Isn't that. Isn't that incredible? It, it, it was it, less than what would be in a microchip of. Right. Of, yeah, ridiculous. yeah. In, in a calculator, we've got like, more like room in a calculator now. Or what was it, Walden? I don't know. What, it, I can calculate. Like that, or, yeah. or, or even less than that. Yes. Our computers are, our, mind, our, our, I heard that several years ago. Our computers, our computers are, are more powerful than what we went to the spaceship. When we went That's to the moon. That's amazing. Just, I mean, it, it, it's just staggering when you it, It's mind-blowing, it. isn't mm -hmm. it? It is. So. Delena, are you ready for a question? But uh, what else was I going to touch on? Uh, Delena, oh, I remember when, uh, well, in the 50s, I remember, in, in the 60s even, that late, they had uh, mother, you know, the bread man would come. 
and uh, he was. We called him the Manor Man. My my ah. my brother's knife. Mm-hmm. And um, was that my the older product that they dealt in Delana's? Was it Manor? Is that why they called it? Yeah, because it, it was the the Manor Bread Company. I don't know if okay. y'all have Manor or had Manor. You know, bread. Yeah. That's the M-A-N-O-R. And uh, whenever Mother made us fold up the clothes and we'd start crying, oh, I don't want to roll up the clothes. And we, of course, we didn't do that when Mother was around. We'd crack. She'd have to say, oh, I don't want to roll up the clothes. They're too hard. The sheets are too big. <laughs> and he'd go, and he'd try to make me laugh. And he'd go, well, let's sing the Manor Man song. So <laughs> we just picked it up. He'd go, oh, the manor man, the manor man. And he would, we'd do a square dance, like go back and forth with the sheets. It's just stupid, I know, but the reason I remember that and laugh every time I think of think of that. But the manor, she'd have the bread man come. Uh, the milk man came every day or every other day. And from him, the other gentleman that was, I don't know who it was, he could remember, he, he went a lot farther back than than I do, he was talking about an ice cream man would come and and all that stuff. Well, our the milkman, you could get he'd he'd have anything you want as long as it's, it's like milk, cream, ice cream, orange juice, grape juice, you know, butter, um, all dairy products and ice cream. And I, I, I remember being in there. He said, "Can I? We have a special on such and such today, you know." And uh, and I remember the uh, I don't remember the name of the company. Oh, Fuller Brush. Yes. Coming to the door regular. Mm. You know, you had all these salesmen that would come. There'd be somebody every day. Then there was the um. There was somebody like Lighthouse for the Blind, or or mm-hmm. uh, I, that wasn't that. It was something else. Um, but it was made by sight impaired. All the goods were made by sight impaired huh. people, and Mother would always try to buy her stuff from them rather than somebody else that sold the same thing. So she'd wait for them. She's not right. waiting for the, the other man. And I can't remember what the name of the company was. And um, and but I think it was mops, mops and brooms, or something like that. Oh, okay. And then then the rest of the stuff she get from the uh, Fuller Brush Man. Right. And um, but that's about it that I can think of. Uh, All right. We didn't have ice men. Of course, my my sons. Well, my oldest son, especially Matthew, the smart aleck, he, they, they make fun of him. You know, icebox, I said, put that in the icebox. Why do you say icebox? The refrigerator. <laughs> I said, because we grew up calling it icebox because it used to be called an icebox. And I told him why. I said it wasn't a refrigerator. It was an icebox. And I told him that, you know, the ice went in the bottom and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I never... I, I always assume an ice box and a refrigerator being the same thing. I never, as a kid, I never knew what oh, it was the difference. No, and then he could, well, an ice really did have well, ice. An ice box, yeah. and I'll call it what I want. So, right, yeah. you know, my brother, you know, Danny and I still call it ice box. Well, recently I still call it, I still get ice. 
Huh? I can still get ice out of my refrigerator, so I still think if it's an ice box. Well, good. So For whatever, see? whatever reason, <laughs> 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 you call it an ice box. And funny. what's the other thing? Time oh, for a, a question, Wallen. Up at the filling station. What's the filling station, Mom? And he knew what I was talking about. Yeah. I said, that's what a service station needs to be called. There you filling go. station. I mean, did you know that? I mean, did you grow up with that? Uh-huh. Priscilla? Yep. I, I mean, Priscilla. I'm tired. <laughs> I have not. I'll, I'll, I'll answer with, with Priscilla. Priscilla. And, and, but, you know, I mean, even on the radio stations, they use, uh, or the radio shows, they used to say filling stations when you stop by the filling station. So. Yeah. Time for a question, What's Delena. Here's a question for you, Delena. Okay. All right, Patricia. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to give her. Um, all right, here's the question. Which radio show had Kramer's Drugstore in it? Kramer's Drugstore? Uh-huh. Well, the only radio show I can think of that had Drugstore was, was, was uh, 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 Great Gildersleeve. That was Mr. Peavy. Oh, well, no, no, there'd be another one that that uh, Fibber McGee and Molly. That's right. There you go. There you go. That's exactly right. There, you See, go. there was two that had. <laughs> That's right. But I couldn't remember yep. which was which. Yeah. Yep. You got it. Okay. Well, uh, you're you're getting a pretty fat envelope here, Delena. What what would you like me to add oh. to it? Oh, gee, where's my piece of paper? Oh, <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> I keep that so that. Darn. When I think of something, then oh! I didn't know there was a radio show I'm called. I have precious airtime. I didn't know there was a radio show called Dawn. That was a new one on me. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah, right. Yeah. Some called what? I, I'll have one of those. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. D dawn. Dawn. Darn. Darn. Yeah, I didn't know the radio oh, show. Oh darn! Yeah. Right. Oh. Darn. Oh darn. Yeah. No, you can't have that one. <laughs> okay. Did you find your list? I can't find my list. Okay, you want to send me an email? Call or send, me. Or let Walden know what you'd like. Yeah, I don't call, have internet. Call me. Um, um, oh, let me think. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Here it is. Wait. No, it's not it. Darn. Darn. We don't, we don't have darn. All right, I can put, I'll put down an IOU, and then next week you can tell me two. Okay? She got it. Oh, she's got it. it. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, we don't have that either. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say anything else because you can make fun of me. <laughs> okay. Last last one you have here are the half-hour shows for Lemon Avner. Hey, there's, okay. Yeah, there you go. No, you already have them. That's what you asked for. Oh, okay. That's right. Um, how about... Uh, do I have Do I have all the uh, 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 You bet your lives that you've got. Yes. Um, gun smoke. Okay. Oh, or gun smoke, or um, or uh, six shooter. Six shooter. That's oh, a right. great show. How about the six shooter? Isn't it though? Mm -hmm. Oh, I've got a new yeah. appreciation for that. Yeah. Wow. Okay, you will get the six shooter. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. My pleasure, Delana. You have yourself a wonderful week. You too, both of you. We'll try. Thank, Thank you. you. We'll try. <laughs> Love we'll you guys. Love you. Bye-bye.
There you go. Alright, everybody. 714-545-2071. Well, I hello. have some freebies tonight. Hello there. Birthday freebies, yeah. Yeah, on there. Who's there? Hi, uh, it's Ralph. I thought it was going to be Ralph. Ralph, did you hear me say that you could do Huey, Dewey, and Louie colors? Yeah, I heard that. Uh -oh. I remember that you did that for us one night a long time ago. Oh, God. I... <laughs> but I thought you were going to do Mortimer. It must have been a long time ago. What about... I'm having trouble remembering. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to have him do Mortimer and Fer Fernie. 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 No, well, they didn't have colored hats. Huey, Dewey, and Louie had... One, one has yellow, one has... Green. Blue, and one green. Is Was that green? correct, Ralph? Uh, are you sure? I... <laughs> yeah, I'm positive because you answered the question. I asked who were the three nephews for Donald Duck, and you gave me Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And yeah. then you said, and I'll bet you don't know what colors their hats are. And I didn't realize. I knew they had colors, but I didn't ever associate that one had, you know. Yeah, you were uh... the one. You were the one. Oh, I probably am. I'm guilty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Huey, Dewey. Well, you know, I Huey, mean, Dewey, and Louie. Louie. Right. I, I was thinking good. it was the first time in the 70s that the kid was at Disneyland to see the telephone shaped at the cake characters. You know, remember, you know, you always saw regular phones just shaped like a regular phone. And I mm -hmm. remember the first time I was at in the 70s, I remember the kids seeing the, the, the different phones they had in some of the places were shaped as the characters of, you know, of Mickey and all those different characters at one time. So it must have cost them extra money to have them create that one. Oh, I bet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, Wikipedia. Three colors of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Let me see here. I'm trying to remember now. It, it seems to me they all had the same basic hat on. Right. They had this right. It was a ribbon or a, a, a band. And they, I was, I was right. Okay, it's red, blue, and green. And let me see here. Colors, colors. Um, don't go away. All right, colors of Huey, Dewey, and Louie outfits. Um, Huey is red, Dewey is dressed in blue, and Louie is dressed in green. Well, I'll be done. And you I knew, knew that. that, huh? You know, well, I must be getting old. Well, uh, you know, maybe maybe my brain is is say is blaming you for something that someone else did. Maybe. Well, I, I I can usually remember stuff, but I don't. I really don't. That I'm, don't ring a bell. Well, I'm trying to remember Goofy. Was Goofy light colored? Wasn't he a light brown? Goofy was a dog. Right. Oh, and he's kind of a goldish, yeah, yeah, mustard colored yes, shirt. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking as a kid. I'm trying to remember what he was looking like, and I that's what I remember as a kid. It well, was, Goofy yeah. had like uh, regular clothing on. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Donald had no pants, but Goofy did. Yeah. Wait a minute. Didn't he wear a bib? I thought one of them wore like a little bib. A bib? Yeah. Oh, I think that was Pluto. That was Pluto. Okay. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And then, trying to remember. And then Minnie I'm, had a... I'm Minnie, pretty sure that's what it was. And Minnie had a, a little um, apron, right, to, around her. And she had a dress. Let's see, a Mickey dresser. Minnie. <laughs> You're right. It had to be a dress or, or, or a um, apron. Did she have a bow in her hair? I don't remember. Are you talking about Daisy? M Macy. Uh, no, uh, Minnie. Um, Min Minnie. Oh, Minnie Mouse. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I thought we were talking about Donald Duck. <laughs> now, did you know Donald was banned for a while in one of the Nordic countries? I think it was Sweden, of all places, because he didn't have pants. <laughs> really? I'm serious. Honest to goodness, I wouldn't fib about something like that. But I wouldn't from what fib. I've heard about Sweden, they don't hear that practice anymore. <laughs> all right, let's see. Well, I think in World War II, maybe you can remember, Ralph, and then they had... Some of the Disney characters fight on the wings of some of the planes. Wasn't there a uh, Donald and uh, Goofy? Some of the some of the guys had. Oh yeah, they they used to put uh, characters uh, as well as uh, women's names a lot of times on on the aircraft. Yeah. Uh huh. Betty. Yeah, Minnie Minnie has a big bow on her head too, she, and a dress. She had a dress. Okay. Yeah. And Mickey has... Mickey um, had those, like, gloves on. With no hands, yes, gloves, yes. and shoes. They all did. What was color like, of his shoes? Was it yellow? Uh-huh, Mickey... Uh, well, I'm looking at this. Mickey has yellow shoes. Yellow shoes, yep. okay. And pants with big buttons. The buttons, that's right, the buttons, yeah. Um. And Donald always had a blue sailor top on and a sailor hat right yeah right and I can say that because I'm cheating I'm looking at pictures <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheating I tell the truth I'm on Google well, Not, uh, well uh, yeah, I I seem to remember wasn't for a while the Mickey characters were comic strips like this wasn't um Donald and his nephew had comic strip for a while. I think they were. And like in the newspaper. Yeah, like in the newspapers. Ralph. Yes. Can you answer that question? Were they in the comic strips ever? Was Mickey was Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck ever a comic strip in newspapers? Oh, mm, seems to Sunday me papers. I. Well, I yeah, we saw them in the Sunday papers. Books. Comic books. I remember comic book, but I thought. But on, in the Sunday papers, remember one night I was doing comics yes. on trivia, and yeah. yes, indeedy, they were in the Sunday comics. I, think I don't they know were. about during the week. No, I think they were for, and I don't, I don't remember what period, but I seem to remember that. Mm. I don't really remember a comic strip. Comic books, though. The comic books, yes. Yeah. Okay. Ralph, we started out with Christmas cards tonight, and we wound up 
with vendors in neighborhoods. Well, actually, then we went to postmen. Did you have a mailman who came to your door? Oh, yeah, yeah. Were you in a house or an apartment when you were growing up? Oh, no, when we lived in New Jersey, we lived in a big old house. Okay, and the and the postman came to the door? The postman came, the milkman came, the breadman came, the dry cleaner came. Whoa! And uh, when, when when we moved to uh, to New York, they had a guy, they called him the Javel Man. And he, he sold gallon bottles of, of bleach, but they didn't call it bleach. They called it Javel water. Huh. And he did that door to door? Yeah, they'd come down the street in the truck, and they, they, would, they would ring a bell, and the women would stick their heads out of the apartment houses and tell them what apartment they wanted and, and how many gallons they wanted, and these guys would they'd put it on their uh, on their back and carry it up. Was it a chlorine bleach like we get in the store today? I believe so, yeah. I think it's the same thing. Uh, Janelle, I don't know. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a word from a different language for the same thing. <clears throat> but oh, it was bleach. Ralph, how... How did these guys make a living selling something like that from a truck? Oh, I'm sure they did well because you know they 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 would they would go a couple of blocks and they'd have to go replenish. They sold a lot of stuff. We had a, we had a little old Italian man who used to come down the street. He had an old beat up truck. Mm-hmm. They had like this four or five horse merry-go-round on it. And he would crank it by hand. And it had a sort of a big old music box on it. It would play music. And the kids could go on there for five five cents and stay on there for probably the, the best part of ten minutes. And this, this old man would be out there turning the crank by hand. And it used to upset me because I was too old to really go on the thing. Uh I always wanted to go on it. I'm just thinking about the monkey thing. You know, the, what what were the... uh, Oh, the organ grinder. The organ grinder. I mean, that? Well, I don't know. I can remember how it sounded, but... But uh, somebody did that to make a levy, right? I mean, it have a monkey entertain, right? Yeah, he, yeah. He didn't have this guy. Um, I don't think I ever saw a real organ grinder with a monkey. I was thinking, Patricia, uh, my late friend, my grandma, he, he was a few Frank Sinatra's agent, others. His dad, in the twenties in New York, made his living by taking orders from different. Towns, different areas of uh, New York and Brooklyn. He, he, he explained uh-huh. he, he explain that because he said. Orders for what, Walden? Anything. Anything. So, in other words, a lot of these were from the old country, so they, they did not know how to speak English. Yeah. And so he would go to each of these ladies and find out what they needed in their house. And he, he would speak different languages 
and then he would go buy it, go to the stores and buy it for, and bring it back oh, to. Oh, so like food right. or, or meat or or, 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 or something. house supplies. Right. And when, wow, what a creative idea! And what he did, he sold it to him as installment. So if they didn't have the money or whatever, uh -huh. they, they would, he would carry them. And, oh my and, word! And that's how. And I guess if you think about it, Ralph and Patricia, in New York in the twenties, when you had yeah. so many people who came from the old country and didn't know how to speak English, that, that I could see how that. What, what could be a way sure. to make a living? Well, sure. you know, Tony's grandfather, mm -hmm. um, he sold chestnuts in the wintertime. And, and he, he uh, had an old baby carriage. And I guess he had a, a little charcoal plate in there. Anyhow, he would, he would score them with a knife and then put them in there and let them, let them cook a while. And he would sell, a, you know, sell them by the bag. Would he walk the carriage down the street or stay on a corner? Oh yeah, he he would move around, and sometimes if it was busy street, he'd stay on the corner. Would people eat it? I mean, would they roast it on the open fire like we hear in the song? Then eat it? How would you eat? Yeah. Nut? You, 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 as I recall, you break them in half and uh, and and uh, scoop the stuff out from the inside. The the uh, the shell or whatever that thing. Yeah. yeah, what was in the shell. I don't know if it was really a nut, but it didn't taste like a nut. Uh -huh. they, they were very, very good. You kind of peel the shell off. Okay. Now, you said he scored them, so when he put them on the heat, did they pop open like a clam? Yeah, they would open up a little bit. So you could you could pop them. So, I, yeah, they could from a chest. You them, they, they might pop. They really are nuts. They come from a chestnut tree. Uh-huh. Which makes a whole lot of sense, doesn't it? Right. Yeah, yeah well, I know they come from a chestnut tree. Yeah. So You know what we had? Like, we had like horse acorns. chestnuts. You, you couldn't eat them. But we used to get them and drill a hole through them, put a string on them, uh -huh. and then dry them out real good. And they were hard as a rock. And then the, the kids would stand around and, and hit the other guy's chestnut <laughs> with their chestnut. And if uh -huh. you broke, you lose. <laughs> now, these were horse chestnuts, right? Horse chestnuts, yeah. Horse chestnuts, yeah. They were quite, they were quite large. Maybe like golf ball size or close to really? that. Really? Wow. Boy, I, you know, you could kill each other with that stuff. Where were Chetnik? Oh, yeah. Think of all the dangerous stuff we did. Where, where were Chetnik? I we're all here. Where did Chetnik grow? Did they grow out in the, uh, where they grow in New York? I mean, would you have Chetnik yes. tree? Okay. Yes, mm. they they can grow. They I don't know if they grow in warm country. They, they grow very well in cold country. Right, they don't grow, you don't see them out here. Chetnut trees, I don't think. Of course not. Of no, course. no, I think not. doesn't have everything. <laughs> well, you, you, you know, I was getting a kick out earlier. You are talking about the milkman. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I got I to tell you my milkman story. <laughs> oh, I knew you'd have to, you wouldn't disappoint us. Go ahead. Well, when, when my kids were small, you know, 
we lived in, uh, in Flushing, New York, mm-hmm. and one day I saw this milk man go by. I said, hey, you know, would you deliver the milk to us? Oh, yeah, he said, here's your milk box, and, and I'll come every day, and, you know, what do you want? I guess it was three quarts of milk a day, and I said, well, listen, I don't want you to let the bill run up. I want you to come and collect every week. It wouldn't be that much, you know. So this guy, he didn't collect for about two months. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we had like a $30 milk bill. Ooh. So I told my wife, I said, look, we're just going to have to buy our milk at the store. This this guy won't collect. So he come in, uh, she says to him, well, look, I'm going to have to give up the... Uh, the service, you know, she says, uh, you didn't collect on a timely basis. And he says, well, I'll, well I'll, I'll bring my boss around. So the next day he comes and he's got his boss with him. And Tony can't get rid of them. And finally she says, <laughs> my husband said, if I don't get rid of the milk box, that he's going to beat me. <laughs> Good old Tony. <laughs> and the guy looked at her and he says, what? She says, oh, yeah, he's very, very mean. So the guy says, well, can we take the milk box? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so they took that milk box. And a couple of days later, I'm out in front of the house washing my car, and the milkman drives by. you never seen such a look in your life. Oh, my gosh. I guess you're lucky he didn't get out and punch you. <laughs> you brute. <laughs> you brute! Yeah. Oh my! You know, I, I was rather a large, a rather a large fellow, and yeah. Tony, she's probably average size. And when he, he she told him that he, he that I was going to beat her. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my! You know, I have my question before he drove by and called you a brute. Had you known what Tony told him? Oh, yeah, she told me. She said, I finally got rid of him, you know. So what did you do? So I told him you were going to beat me up. Just, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh. oh Tony, yeah. Tony is such a creative lady. Well, yeah. She... <laughs> She got me a reputation as a wife beater, though. <laughs> oh, you know what? Wow. I, I had a bread route, too. I worked uh-huh. for a home delivery bakery. Yeah? I never knew bread was, bread was delivered. I had no idea. Well, I worked for Krug's. Krug's Bakery. And it was, okay. It was a big operation. They, they must have had 50 different routes and each guy had his own truck you know and you would go you would go around and and sell bread and cake and pie and cookies and I think we sold tea too you mean tea like for tea and cookies yeah tea oh my yeah, I, I think that was about it. I don't think we, we I don't think we sold coffee. What? How was it? How was it? Loose tea or tea bags? I I, I um, 
You know, it's been a long time, but I think it was teabagged. How did you do bread? Did you have like a standing order to deliver bread to a certain house every two to three days? How were you? Oh, yeah. I, I Most people, um, you know, yeah, I had it in my book, uh, what days they wanted bread and how many. And I'd catch them down in and sell them a pie. <laughs> Did you take the pies with you? Did you show up with, um, I don't know, a case yeah. or tell them what you had out in the truck? No, you know, we had a we had a basket. Mm -hmm. It was probably a foot and a half wide and two and a half foot long. Okay. And, and it had a big handle on it. And we used to load that up with stuff and then go into the apartment complexes and, and make the rounds. And generally, you come out with an empty basket. Wow. And this had stuff in addition to the bread you were delivering. Yeah, yeah. What was the most popular item other than bread? Well, they made, they really made uh, great pies. Uh, I used to sell quite a few pies. Any particular kind more popular than another? Well, um, I, I think I... Okay, we're going to start transferring number three. I have to roll you to the... Stuff is terrific. <laughs> we're going to have to roll you to the street. Well, I, I also shared a cinnamon roll with Mom today at the fair. You shared? Mm-hmm. Aw, you're so good. Well, it was her cinnamon roll, so, you know. She oh, shared. she shared with you. <laughs> okay, now now it makes sense. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, that's, that's really cool. Ralph, when you lived in an apartment when you were a kid, Yeah? What floor did you live on? Oh, let's see, um... I think we, we lived on the third floor for quite a while. And then we went up to the fourth floor. And, and these apartments were furnished uh, with a little kitchenette or a small refrigerator and a stove with a small oven above it. And um, it was a pretty handy place to live. And uh, then we moved to a regular apartment where you had to have your own furniture. Mm-hmm. And um, there we lived on the first floor. Then when I got married, we moved into the next building and we went up up to the fourth floor. <laughs> and they were all these were all walk-ups. I was just going to ask. These were walk-ups, so you really got your exercise. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. uh, if all the buildings that were six stories high had elevators. But if they were four or five stories high, they did not. They did not. No. Now, when the delivery men came to a four or five story apartment building, they brought all of their stuff in and up the stairs. Yeah, the it, milkman had a carrier, I think two carriers that hold uh, about eight bottles of milk each. 
and they'd clatter up the stairs, and they were, you know, the song, Keep Those Bottles Quiet. Yeah. Yeah, World War Two. Yeah, well, these things really tinkled. They clung. And the, um, the milkman, he sold, a, I think someone mentioned earlier, he sold a variety of goods. Uh-huh. Uh, anything that you could loosely call a dairy product, they had it in that truck. Could you buy Could you buy milk without cream, or was all, every milk bottle had always cream on top? Yeah, the, the, when I was a young kid, uh, it all had cream on it. It all top. had cream, okay. It wasn't homogenized. Actually, I guess it wouldn't have mattered, Walden, because you could pour the cream off and have skim milk underneath it. I guess so. But I guess, you know, now yeah. now if you think about it, we go to the grocery store, mm-hmm. the milk we buy doesn't have any cream at all. You know, I'm just... No. Well, it doesn't I have just, cream on the top. It's homogenized. So right. It's throughout. Yeah. Huh. Uh, you, you know, in, in the wintertime when we lived in New Jersey... Mm-hmm. And the milkman delivered the stuff up on the front porch. Mm-hmm. On a real cold day, all they had was a little paper stopper and a paper cap to seal them. Mm-hmm. And and they would freeze a little bit, and the cream would pop up and push the push the little cover off the off the bottle. Oh, it and would, sometimes it would be standing up three or four inches high. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's and funny. my mother would take it in the house, and she would she would pull that part with, that was all frozen cream and stick it in the creamer, and uh, they had cream for their coffee. Uh huh. And, and the rest would go in the icebox. How did Ralph, they do? How did I want to ask you? Go ahead, Walden. How did they handle butter? Was that in a container? If the milkman brought butter. Or with that, you know, like a wrapper? Yeah, uh, I, I guess they had ice or something in the truck because when they delivered it, it was cold. Okay. Go ahead, Patricia. Ralph, when you were delivering bread, yes. did you start on the top floor of an apartment building or work your way up? Well, you know, where my route was, it was what they call garden apartments. Uh-huh. They, they would have a string of apartments built, built around this center yard area. Okay. And maybe there were uh, 25 or 30 apartments mm-hmm. in there. So I, I didn't have to climb any stairs at that point. All I had to do was walk up to the, uh, to the uh, door. When you Most lived- of them were two stories. Uh-huh. But when you, you ring the bell, then they would come down and open the door. Ah, okay. Now, when you lived in an apartment on the fourth floor, yeah. and, the, and the bread man came, did he start at the top and work down, or the other way around? Mm. I, you know, I, I don't think, I, I, I don't know, but I know I would have started on the bottom and worked my way up. Really? So my load would get a little... Uh, be less of a load as I went up. Well, that makes sense. What about a bread truck? Was there anything special about a bread truck? Did it have some certain containers or things that keep from bread from moving? Or, or special oh, shelves? Oh, yeah, we, we, they had uh, racks 
that we used to, uh, you'd go in in the morning and uh, you'd have these racks full of bread and, and baked goods. Mm -hmm. And you would um, back up to this dock sort of an area and just push these racks into the truck and then secure them. What we had that was that I really liked mm -hmm. is we had a horn. <laughs> and the horn went, da, 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 You would, you'd, I'd, I'd like, pull up to one of these complexes, the garden apartments, yeah. and blow, blow the horn, and everybody knew I was coming. This is the man with the horn. No wonder you like horns. Oh, yeah, I like horns. So did anybody come to the bread truck and buy bread from you right off before you ever went into a, a house or an apartment? Oh, people did, yeah. Uh -huh. I had I had one one little girl. She was a chubby little girl, and she had a very very unusual voice. She say, "Hey, Krug," I say, "Yeah, yes. What can I do for you?" My mother says they give me a bunch of cookies, <laughs> <laughs> and I says, "Well, I I can't I can't give you." Cookies, I said, I'll take them over and give them to your mother, you know. She says, Sasso. <laughs> That's funny. She grew up to be a gangster. I'm telling you, that kid was, a, she was, she was just funny. She was a mall. She, yeah. she could have been a, her voice, she could have been some kind of a character on the radio. That's, uh, it was so unusual. That's funny. Oh, that, that's really funny. Okay, now, when somebody came to the truck and bought a loaf of bread, did they pay you on the spot? Yeah, yeah. How much? But the rest of the stuff was all, like, on a, on a once-a-week collection deal. Okay. And you, you had a, every page in your book had someone else's name on it. Mm-hmm. You wait till the end of the week, you tally it up and go knock on the door and... They'd pay you, but sometimes they'd give you a little tip or something, you know? Yeah. How much was bread, Ralph, when you were selling it door-to-door? -door? Oh, my God. Walden, I I don't, I can't remember. Yeah. This is like <laughs> 60 years ago. <laughs> In other words, it wasn't too... It was probably something like 10 or 15 cents a loaf. Yeah, it wasn't $2 a loaf or whatever we have to pay in the stores now, right? Oh, no. <laughs> well, everything was cheap, but, no, you know, you didn't make big, you know, make the kind of dollars that people make today. Yeah. What was a good uh, I'm sure it was very much in proportion. What was a good tip? If somebody tip you, what was, what was a good tip? Would it be a quarter or a ten Well, you know, um, a quarter used to make me very happy. Uh-huh. Uh, when I had my laundry route, I I, I told you Jimmy Nelson yes. was, was one of my customers. And and every Christmas, you know, uh, on my route, I would get envelopes, and probably two or three hundred dollars every Christmas. Wow! Wow! Yeah. You treat oh, you know, wow. you must have treated them very well because people don't give gifts like that unless they feel like you've done a good job for them. I really, you know, I never saw any point in treating people badly. Well, after all, I had to wash it because you could put extra starch in her stuff, right? 
put starch in their shorts. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Now, um, well, this, this is really interesting. When you were doing a laundry route, did that yeah. include diapers? No, it, it was what we call flatware, which was linen and shirts and uh, ladies' blouses. We we deliver them on a hanger, and we did, did a little bit of uh, had a little bit of an association with a dry cleaner, so we did dry cleaning too. Uh huh. Patricia, I remember went to a Texan Zinc show in the mid fifties, and uh -huh. that one of their sponsors was a diaper service. A diaper service, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember diaper services. We 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 made use of them when our kids were little. Let's say. So what, what? So did they do? Would they clean the diapers, or would they give you new ones? What were the diapers? Well, they, they they first of all, you had a a canister shaped kind of like a small garbage can, mm -hmm. and you you kept that in your house, and they would deliver the diapers, you know, wrapped in paper, and you would use them and rinse them out. And put them into this this canister, and there was some kind of a fluid in there. Uh -huh. It kept them from mildewing and such. Uh huh. And then uh, once a week, you would put them in a plastic bag and set them out the door, and the guy would pick them up and leave you another batch of diapers. And they were they were, they were real cloth diapers. They were yeah. really great for washing cars. <laughs> All right, now, now this, this raises a question, too. A hotel will go through their linens and count their towels and put on your bill anything that you walked out with. How did that work with diapers? I don't think they ever did a, did a account. Uh, I, no, I don't think so, because I, I, did, I did pull for a few, and I never had to pay for them. You're so honest. You tell us everything. Well, you, you, you can't get me. <laughs> well, I can't. But the manager who whose car got jacked up or and bunny hopped into an alley might. Well, he, he's had a, lot, a long time to catch me. He didn't catch me yet. He hasn't caught you yet. I have told more people... For anyone who missed that show, Ralph and his friend took this poor man's car and started rocking it up and down and hopped it into an alley. And then I believe you you turned in crossways so that no matter how he, he did it, he turned sideways. Like... <laughs> yeah, only had about needed... six inches of clearance in front and in back. <laughs> You, you, I, just, I don't know I how he ever got out of it. I, I thought after you hung up, the only way they could get it out was with a forklift. Yeah, unless they knew how to bounce them. Because <clears throat> we, when we had, like, alternate side of the street parking. Yeah. If you left your car, you know, where it was in that way, a right. couple of guys would come out and grab the front and rear bumper and, and bounce your car out of their way. <laughs> and that's where, I, that's where I got the idea. Okay. I, if they can do this, I can do this. I because, never knew. You know, two guys can move a Cadillac. 
Sure, I guess if you if you get it moving correctly. Yeah, once you get once you get it popping up and down, you can move it just about anywhere <laughs> you want it. It'll hop, yeah. Is that is that where the song "The Bunny Hop" come from? I don't mm-hmm. know. You can't do it anymore. No, the bumpers are all plastic. Oh, <laughs> uh, would the bumpers rip off? Uh, I don't. I don't think the bumpers today would take the kind of strain. These are all spring steel bumpers, and they were they were really secure. I I'll bet you could do it if you used the wheel wells from the side of the car. Maybe I'm not going to try it. You, Ralph, you could figure it out. You are so smart. You could figure it out. You you are too funny. Okay, we're we're down to question time. I have to find a question for you. All right. All right. Let me see here. Um, 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 all right. Well, I asked before and I didn't get an answer. Who was Nora Charles? Nora Charles, that was uh, uh, Nick and Nora Charles. All right. Very good. What was the name of the show? Uh,. I'm not sure it was Mr. and Mrs. North. No, or, that was the other one. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I know there, there was two of them. Yeah. Actually, the, the name of the show wasn't really related to them. No. It, um, Myrna, the Loy and, Myrna Loy and William Powell did the movies. Yes, right. I always liked Myrna Loy. So what was the movie? What was the show? Uh, the Thin Man. There you go. Oh, very good. Okay. And what that would... wasn't part of your question. You would have won anyway. And what was the name of the dog? Asta. That's right. Very good. Walden, how did you know that? Oh. And, um... What <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my. Oh, gosh. Now, let me throw another one. Um, what famous movie star was a good guy in every movie except for a Thin Man movie? Oh, I know. Oh, uh, all oh, right. Oh. Go ahead. Okay. Jimmy Stewart. There you go. That's there because you go. I yeah, I didn't know movies. he was in one of their movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. He was always great anyhow. He and Lucio Ball. Lucio Ball was in there. I saw, remember... So now Lucio Ball was in one of those early Thin Man movies. Oh, I don't remember that. I yeah. haven't seen one for a while. So. Did you have Ralph, to, uh, ever see the clip of him on the Johnny Carson show talking about his dog? It's on YouTube. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, my, oh my goodness. Yes. So it's not, oh. not everybody thinks he's making a joke, but it turns out that his his dog had recently died. Yes. Yeah. Was and it blue? By the time he was named... finished, I, frankly, I had tears in my eyes. Yep. Oh gosh, it, it was just heart wrenching. Was his his dog's name was Blue? No. Uh, I don't think it uh, was Blue. I'm trying um, to. My a dog named. Oh well. Is he Google? Yeah, she Google uh, Johnny Carson and Jimmy Stewart all oh, come Jimmy up. Jimmy Stewart dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that's what, your homework what, now, Patrice. You have to find that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing homework uh, right now. Name. Jimmy Stewart. Bo, not Blue. Bo. 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 That was no, cool. I wasn't Blue. Yeah. 
Bo. Bo. Yeah, okay, what, what would you like? We're up to volume six on Fibber. Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, we'll stay with Fibber McGee. We'll stay with Fibber. Okay, Fibber. You know all that, all that Gildersleeve stuff you sent me? Uh-huh. We've been listening to it for two weeks straight. Wow. Uh, oh, that's great. There are a lot of episodes that I had never, ever heard before. Yeah. I thought I heard it all, but no, no way. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of seasons they did. So, well, Ralph, thank you so much for all of the fun. What some great stories! You always have some great stories. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It it, uh, it gives me pleasure to talk to you. Well, it, it's great fun for us too. You have yourself a safe week, and hi to Tony for us, please. Y'all, absolutely, yes. I'll tell her you said hi. Okay, great. Thanks, Ralph. Well, good night. Take care. Patricia, be good. All right. Uh, well, okay. I'll, we'll try. We'll try to make her good. All right, okay. bye now. Bye there. Bye-bye. Do I have to? Well, Ralph said so. Okay. 714-545-2071. Hello there. You're on the air. Gary, Wisconsin. Hello, Gary. Hi, Gary. How are you doing? Doing fine. How hot did it get this week? Oh, God, don't ask. <laughs> I know it was really brutal. It was. It uh, Here, it only got, thermometer got to 92. Holy cow. But the heat index was 103. You know, not, not to me, that's a new number, isn't it? I mean, I don't remember them calling a heat index 20 years ago. I think that's a new thing, it, you know. It's been around for a while, but you're right. Yeah. It, it was not part of the lineup forever. And how do you actually calculate the darn thing? Is it got to be the temperature they, plus they something? Made, they, humidity in the air. They combine the temperature the and the humidity and, I don't know, wind direction or some such yeah. stuff like that. They, they, they pull together a whole bunch of data, but I don't know how they do it either. All I know is that it was bad. Well, I remember, I think I was listening to the weather report about New York City last year, and they were talking about even over the 100-some-odd degrees, if you were near the building, it was more like 130 degrees. Yes. Right. Yes. So somehow, it might be a reflection of the heat in order to create mm -hmm. an index, I guess. Correct. We're in a cold way right now. And how cold is your way? cold heat. We, it is it's currently 65, and it's supposed to get down to 50. Weather has so arrived. degrees? Are you serious? <laughs> yes, and well, we are just loving it. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, you're a cold weather rabbit. <laughs> Heat index. Calculate. I'm, I'm finding out how to calculate the heat index. See, I knew Patricia didn't have, have this in her notes ahead of, before the meeting. I just, no, I just I, knew it. Didn't. Yeah, you okay. did. Yeah. Choose the appropriate indicator. No, I don't. I don't. It it will tell me how to do it. Okay, air temperature, dew point, and then it will. Okay. Dew point. <clears throat> and then it will calculate the heat index. Let me see here. Heat index. Enter. 
how to calculate wiki. I'll look at wiki. Good old wiki. Yeah. Calculate heat index. Okay. It combines air temperature and relative humidity. Let me see. Heat index was developed in 1978, so it's been around. Oh, Humature. Do you recognize the name Humature? I do not. I don't either. Physical activity, body mass. Relative humidity increases. First haze. All right, hold on. Cell air, the human body. Okay, it combines air temperature and relative humidity in an attempt to determine the human perceived equivalent. So the higher the humidity, the hotter it feels, and that's how they factor it in. The lower humidity, the less you feel the heat. Okay, so here's the question then. Mm. If the temperature, let's say, is 90 degrees. Right. Could you feel like it's only 80 degrees because you have really low humidity? Yeah. So it could. That's why well, whenever you're out in the desert, uh huh, and it's 100 degrees, it doesn't feel like it's 100. It feels more like it's like 90, 95 because the humidity <laughs> is, you know, you know, 20 percent or less. Right, but I guess what I'm saying. Where here, yes, and, and it is 90, It and the humidity is. 65, 75 percent, you know, and it, that's where it shoots up and it makes it feel like mm -hmm. 100. But I guess what I'm trying to say, I've never heard him ever, ever say the heat index is less than the temperature. Yeah, we, no. we have that all the time. You do? Yeah, it'll, it, you know, the temperature is 85 degrees, it feels like 82. Or I never knew like that. Well, I live in California, what do I know, you know? Yeah. Well, it would happen in California too. But we don't get it, we don't, they never tell us the heat index out here. Well, that's because you don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> you get a uh, answer for your moon landing? No. What? What's the answer? What was the question? What time? And how much how, spacing? How did they photograph? Oh, yes. How did they take the pictures? Yeah. Whenever the legs come out on the lander, there was another arm that came out that had the camera mounted on it. Ah, oh, wonderful. Thank you. And do you know the, the, the first word that was spoke landing on the moon? Well, Ma, that can look like cheese. You mean the one, oh. the one small step? Yeah. No, that was not the first words uttered. As he, well, was, coming off of, as he was coming off of the, the lander, mm -hmm. He slipped, and he said a dirty word. <laughs> Starts with an S. Are you serious? I'm serious as a heart attack. If I look it up on Wiki, am I going to find that? No. Then how do you know? Um, if, Wiki, if Wiki doesn't have it, how do you know? I don't remember how I found out about it. How did you find out? I don't remember. 
Well, I'm sorry. We need sources. We need sources. <laughs> this is a high-class educational right. so, show here. So, Gary, what time did they actually, Lorianne, and what time did they actually walk? Have you? you I have, don't remember. You don't? I don't remember. We'll have to look this up sometime. All right. I'm here. Nine. I was only... I was 10 or 11. Well, you're older than us. You know, what can you expect? You should have known all that stuff. I don't remember. I don't remember Yesterday? three years ago. <laughs> well, did you watch it on TV? I don't remember. I probably did. Because uh-huh. we were out in California at that time, so. I remember in the 70s, everybody. Remember how, how, you know, the space program was such a big deal. I remember in school, we would watch the... Uh, the moon launches, or, or especially I remember when the, the when we met with the Russians up in space and took took handshakes. I remember that that was a big deal that they would have classes watch that. And if you think about it, you know our space program was such a big deal on TV, and then some sometime by the 90s it sort of went off the uh, the radar. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, question for you. Yeah. Who was um, Charles Wesley Proudfoot's uh, partner? <laughs> Very good. It was Matt Dillon. <laughs> Very good. Wesley Proudfoot. You got it. You got it. You got that one. All right. Well, I can't. I, I don't know. Because we were on daylight savings time, it, it's... Greenwich Mean Time that they were giving us here, but there's a difference of more than six hours from the landing from the landing to the it's um, more than six hours from the landing to the moonwalk. That's probably right. I thought it was three, but maybe it was six. Does it say what time they landed and what time they walked well, it's got, it's Greenwich Mean Time that they're using, and it's 2018, which would make it 8 o'clock at night Greenwich time. And I'm, they, they're using UTC, meaning universal yeah, time. Universal. Universal time, something or other. Um, and, the, and that was uh, 2018, whatever time basis that they're using for universal. And the moonwalk was 2.58. So that would have been six hours and 40 minutes later. I don't know. That's a long time. Does that sound right? No. Well, let me look at something other than Wiki. Wiki, you failed me. How about the NASA site? I bet they got something. All right, we've got Eastern Daylight Time. There you go. Speaks these words. Um, Landing, YouTube, New York Times. The moonwalk begin at 2.12 a.m. All right, hold on. New York Times ought to do it, right? Mm, Right. Um, All right, the men have landed. (laughs) Well, let us see here. 
Um, we are in Eastern Time, historic smooth landing at 4.17 in the afternoon. Okay. And that's Eastern Time. Right. And they first stepped on the moon at 10.56, so that would have six been hours. six, almost seven hours. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time to be sitting there suiting up. Well, yeah. So all the suits are really bulky and... Well, I think they wanted them to take a nap for a while. I think, if I remember, they wanted them to rest before they got out. Well, that, that would be... That would be reasonable. And they also had to wind up the computers to make sure they were running good. Can you imagine, though, how, how could you sleep, though? If you landed on the moon and you knew you were supposed to be stepping out there, I don't know how you could really fall asleep. Well, I don't know how long they were awake, either. Getting there? Yeah. Um, you, you, you don't think their overnight accommodation was that, that smooth on the point on the mm-hmm. ship? You know, and I, you know, how, how you have to have a lot of faith that the guy running the spaceship didn't fall asleep at the switch, you know? Gee whiz. All right. So I, the NASA site would probably have some additional information what they were doing yeah. within that six-hour window or six-and-a-half-hour window, but... That's a long time to be sitting on the moon saying, can we get out now? Can we, are we there yet? Are we there yet? That's, that's funny. So, all right. So do you remember the postal service when you were growing up? How did you get your mail? They just came to the house. The postman came directly to the house? Yeah. Did you have a mailbox outside your house? Yeah. Did you know your mailman's name? My grandmother probably did, but I didn't. That's really, that's really interesting. And he carried a bag. Uh, no, he drove a car. Or he truck, did whatever. drive. Okay, so it was not doing We We seven miles out of town. Oh, so you I've were never... not in, you were not in a residential neighborhood. No. We're out there all by yourself. Well, there were six of us that lived on the road. Yeah. But it was not walking distance from the post office. Oh, no. Seven miles. (laughs) I guess not. Did you get mail every day? Um, I'm sure that we did. I I, I didn't phrase that correctly. Did you get service every day? Yeah, I'm sure they did. Wow. For the same price of the same stamp. That's amazing. Things were cheaper back then, too. Gas. I know. 26 cents a gallon. Six cents a gallon? 26. (laughs) Six cents. I don't ever remember seeing six cents. 26 cents a gallon. No, that's down in Argentina. But... How how much was postage? Um, I remember remember nickel postcards and eight cents for letters. Eight cents for a letter, and that letter got to you from anywhere in the country for eight cents. Yeah, 
That's amazing. I remember when, I remember when it was a big deal when it jumped from 11 to 13 cents. I remember that. Well, you think about it. Okay, wh what are we paying now? Uh, 40, 40, 40 cents? I, I don't know. They sell me forever stamps, and I just pay what they charge me. But then you look back whenever they first started with the Pony Express. Yeah. It cost two cents to elevate a letter across the country. Well, that two cents compared to now is probably $2. Well, it, it costs more for Pony Express than two cents. Well, yeah, but I'm still saying it, it's just... Well, look how many years stamp date at three cents. It seemed like oh my gosh, I know. Thirty it years. It like every time I gave some information about a year, it was Walden. How much was the stamp? Three cents. cents. You're right. That's uh, 2013. Forty-six cents today. So, you have a stamp chart, Patricia. A chart? In other oh, words, how, like many, how, how many years? How many years does three cents really happen? Let me see. Um, postage. I mean, Rate. would we all be willing to pay a dollar a stamp eventually? We're going to have to. Historical chart. That's what we want. You can get dollar stamps. You can. Yeah. Oh sure. Oh sure. Yeah, they got I think I think $1 is the highest well, $1 you, is the highest that you can what you, you can get. What do you get for your dollar stamp? A dollar's worth of postage. <laughs> 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 like if I mail an if I mail an envelope that costs $2.25 and uh, I know that's how much it costs, I'll put that, two. That, that's not fair. It should be all that 46 cents you just supposed to keep them oh, Walden, well, I make a billboard out of it. I put a 46-cent stamp, a 10-cent stamp, two 5-cent stamps. I have the whole thing covered. I know. It's a billboard. I'm, I'm an ad for, the all right, let's see, yeah. um, 1917, 3 cents, 1919, it went down to 2 cents. So in the, in the 1920s, 1932, 1940s, 50, 1958, it went to 4 cents. 1963, $0.05, $0.68, $0.66, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68, $0.68,
1885. Would you look at this? 1883, six cents. I'm sorry, 63. 1863 was three cents. The Civil War. And it dropped in 1883. 20 years later, it dropped to two cents. And then in 1970, I'm sorry, I'm looking at too many things here. 1917, during a war emergency, it went up to three cents. 1919, two cents, and that's and it stayed two cents until 1932. Wow. 32, it went to three cents, and it stayed there until 1958. That's 26 years. It stayed at three cents. I never knew the government dropped anything. I didn't part. know either. I did not know. That's when, when the government know. was the government. I guess so. It was a government That's... for the people, by the people, and of the people. Right. But it looks, it looks like it, it looks like the postage went up only to support the World, World War One because it, I say support. It, right. it was because it was more expensive to get mail moving around during the war. Because we were in so, the war from 1917 to 1919, so that makes sense. Uh-huh. And it restored pre-war rates. Okay, the, the, the Civil War was 1863. Mm -hmm. and we just on Gettysburg. You said one to. We went to five five cents. Let me see here. What was it during? It's the hard, but when the, when the space is two. Let me see. Okay, okay 1860. Um, 1860 was before the war. Um, 1855. Okay, 18 1863. Per half ounce, it went to three cents. So if you wanted a full ounce letter, I guess you had to pay. Six. Maybe, oh, maybe you weren't allowed to mail something more than a half an ounce. No, because it says per half ounce. So that means, um, okay, so let's see. Um, 1855, and there were other restrictions. It was three cents. Let's see. Okay, not over 3,000 miles. Um, drop letters, one cent. So I guess if you were delivering to the same town, if, if well, then if you dropped a letter in to be delivered to Costa Mesa, uh -huh. it, it would have been one cent. Over 3,000 miles, it was 10 cents for a half ounce. And under 3,000 miles, it was three cents for a half ounce. And that was 1855. And it stayed that way until 1863, when all parts of the United States got three cents. And it stayed there until 1883. So for 20 years, we paid three cents, and then it went down to two cents. Wow. Huh. Back and forth, two cents, and then it started going up. Yeah. <laughs> it kept going up. Yeah. But that's, uh, I mean, what it, it, when you think, even in 18, 1863, or 1888, let's take 1888, you could, you could send something from New York to California for two cents. Well, 
even look at overseas mail in 1863, over 3,000 miles, so that's mostly going to be overseas. That's no, it had to be con uh, continental. Because you know, Vermont to Southern California is more than 3,000 miles. I was looking but, at... Now, the, now, this is interesting. I wonder if it was by mail route, because a mail route might zigzag. Mm -hmm. So if the mail route was more than 3,000, as opposed to the crow flies distance. Right. That's interesting. Right. Hmm. Well, thank you, <laughs> Carrie. This is good. We've got, a, we've got another educational system going here. So it's 46 cents today for first class mail. Walden. Yes. What is the longest running radio show? Now or ever uh, during the golden ever. age ever? Ever. Um, right now it's the Grand Ole Opry. Nope. Unshackled. Uh, Grand Ole Opry's been going on since the twenties. And what? Okay. Was the show, uh, what was the show he just okay. said? That would be music program. Oh. <laughs> It's a radio show. It's a radio program. You asked me what, you asked me what. Radio, okay, all right, all right, let me clarify then. Radio Grand Opry is a radio show. All right, go ahead. Unshackled, it would be probably the longest dramatic show. Yeah, because that's been running 40 years. Actually, I think it started in the 50s. Oh, it's been long. Yeah, it's actually been running longer than that. Yeah, I think it it's almost 1950. 50. And, and I producing shows. And that's what I wonder. I don't hear them anymore out here. And I often, and I think I went to the website, and I think there are still producing shows. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I, I hear them all the time on uh, two, two different channels here in, in uh Wisconsin. And a lot of the old-time radio actors out of Chicago worked that show. It's still, uh, it was still a very viable property for many years for people to get work. And, uh, but no, but no, but yeah, the, I would say you're right. The oldest dramatic radio show. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I realized what I did wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was me, me being picky. What can I say? I think we might have lost Patricia. No, I'm I'm here. I'm looking. Okay, I thought I thought I thought we're getting close to Patricia disappearing hour. Well, I have to reconnect her. This says the yeah. unbroken length of broadcasts. The spoken word. What is the spoken word? That's the uh, Mormon show. I think it's okay. the yeah. Oh that, yeah. That, that goes from That's the late in the late twenty seven. Okay, well, uh, this is one of these wiki places, mm -hmm. and I trust you before I trust it. It says it says twenty nine, but either way, something uh, like it, that. Yeah, it's it's way back then. Okay, right. the spoken word. Sorry, Gary. Well, that's an, yeah. That's, well, now that I think about it. There is a there's a church here in in uh, Wisconsin. They've been on the radio for seventy two years. Right, and I think I think the show that we carry. Um, the one out of Kentucky. Oh, uh, Renfro Valley. Renfro Valley. I think that's the third oldest radio show. And that even goes. Yeah, I like that show. Yeah, that goes somewhere in the mid twenties. But I think um, the, I think the Grand Ole Opry got him beat right now by everybody. 
I think that's the old, some, the early 20s. It, it says October 5th, 1925. Does that sound right? About right, yeah. Okay. And then, I don't know, Renfro Valley, does it, does it say on their website? Oh, let's see, Renfro Valley. Renfro Valley. Radio, I have to say radio. Renfro Valley Entertainment History. 1939. Oh, that, they, do they call it the barn dance? Well, I think they had a different show. I think they call it the Sunday morning gathering. The old barn shows in the, in the old barn. Show that started it all. Let's see. That's bluegrass. We don't want bluegrass. Renfro Valley, and what did you say? The I think it's, I think, it's, I think the, the old, it's called the Sunny Morning Gathering. The Gathering. Yeah, I think that's the oldest History. of the shows they have. History. <sighs> Renfro Valley Gathering. History. Mm. You guys have to keep talking. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I was looking myself, trying to find it. Well, we'll do some historical information for everybody here in Yesterday USA. Um, what can you hear next week? We'll get, oh, um, yeah. Mickey Mouse. Mickey! Strip in a newspaper was January 13, 1930. And uh, it was based, it was loosely adapted from Crazy Plane. So how long did it stay around? Did it say when it actually um, continued to... And I'll tell you another observation about Mickey Mouse. That for, to my memory, from the 20s and early 30s, after that... Thirty-seven, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, forty-one, forty-one, forty-two, forty-six, forty-eight, fifty-three, eighty-three, ninety, ninety-five. So they were making um, Mickey movies until ninety-five. Those were shorts. Okay. Those were Runaway Brain was the last short that they show here, and then full-length films. Yeah. Uh, started out with Hollywood Party. Uh, Cameo was 1934. Uh, Fantasia was in 40. Then there was one in 47. Then uh, Cameo in Who Framed Roger Rabbit in 88. Uh, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas in 99. Fantasia 2000 in 99. And then uh, there was one in 202. Uh, and then 04, and another 04. I did not know they made shorts and long films that featured Mickey here in the last 20 years or so. Yeah. No, actually, showing with just Mickey Mouse is very few. You're right. You're right. So, um, and also in this article, it said that Mortimer, Mortimer Mouse was 
Minnie's uncle. Patricia? I think we finally lost her. All right, hold on, everybody. We're okay. Gonna, we're going to get Patricia back. So uh, give me a second, everybody. And that way we'll disconnect. So hang in again for a second. Yeah. And let's put a little music on. And that way I can hook everything up. Because I just knew Patricia was going to disappear sooner than later. So, <laughs> you know, that's what's going to happen. So, uh, let me put Gary down, put this up. As I have roamed around, I've always found. Jaws for Windows is ready. Sound Forge Pro 10.0. Record Sound 1 Dialog. Recording equipment. For Windows M. Desktop S. Showcase 20 S. Skype. Enter. It's always Welcome to Skype. Press for a list of Jaws hotkeys that can be used with it. Selected Bill Bragg. Carolyn Grimes Home. Phone page up. Echo slash sound test page up. Skype. Change on. Bill Bragg. Online. 2 of 100. Bill Bragg. Online on the mobile. Echo slash. 3 of 100. That broad Selected Bill Bragg online Echo slash Imaginer Jerry Jimmy Will Michael Bolin Reps Club Tim Bogle Plus One Bill Brock Claire Schultz Cynthia Dennis R Frank Rest Jeff Silver Jim KAC Carolyn Carolyn Grimes Home Phone Number 20 Patricia New Applications Send SMS Met Invite the Group Call Enter Leaving Menus Patricia New Phone Number Unloading Jaws Quit I would be clear I wasn't watching the time. All right, well, I knew it was coming because I kept looking. And we'll turn the music down. And, uh, and hello, Gary, you're back. Yeah, I'm still here. See? And Patricia is back. Hello there, Patricia. Welcome back to your show. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the middle of a cough. I'll be right there. Okay. It's, it's only uh, 11.31, and Patricia had all the sweep in the world, so we're planning to not even let the Sunday programming be heard on this day, so we're going to stay up for like 36 hours. You um, called 30 seconds too soon. I was in the middle of a snack. <laughs> I well, you go, you go ahead and eat. I did. I would think, I've been thinking about eating for the last 20 minutes, so you had I your, know. Um, I really needed a snack. Well, yes. you do, you Rainbow do Valley is the third oldest radio station or radio broadcast, the first is, as you said, um, the Grand Ole Opry, yep. and then the second one is the spoken word. Yep. And um, then and after that, I don't know what, maybe Unshackled the fourth. I don't know, I but don't know. it's not in the top three. So, there you go. There we go, boo-boo. Indeed. So, Gary, are you ready for a question? Sure. All right, I have to get to them. <laughs> sort of, and you sort of discombobulated me, and it was my fault All because right. I wasn't, I wasn't watching the time. Gary, oh, what, what's your favorite dessert? My favorite dessert? Yep. Oh, it's oh. Uh, I like these hard questions, don't you, Patricia? Yeah, somebody. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to... I can't think of the proper name for it um, because it's got three different names. 
Um, but it's a it's a, a cream, a whipped cream, cream cheese, nuts, and a pudding kind of on graham cracker crust type thing, and just well, sounds good. Really good. <laughs> sounds good. I would like to try that. I would like to try that. And I'm I'm good at this stuff, and I I don't know what name to put on it either, except yum yum yum. Yeah. Uh, well, what I know it by is it's called Better Than Sex. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. This is a family show, so I'm not going to get into a philosophical discussion with you. I, I would accept as good as, but um, Walden, help me here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into such question. trouble. All right. Okay, here you go. I'm surprised. You I, I am just surprised, Patricia. You didn't get a giggle out, Patricia, for that one. That's... No, no, it was like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, who lived in Pine Ridge? Oh. Let's see what's going on down in Pine Ridge. I just listened to that the other day. I can't think of who it is now. Jot him down, store. Um, no, it's not Amos and Andy, is it? No. No, it isn't. No, you you and Oscar Levant and Walden. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let me see. Which show featured a character named Digger Odell? Oh, that's um, Gildersleeve. No. No. Yeah. Try, no. try again. Digger Dale is the Undertaker. Right. Right. Oh, God. You're we, halfway there. Are we giving him some brain teasers, Patricia? I think we're doing that really good. Oh. Not Gildersleeve. It's, uh, it, um... Yeah, it's the other one. It's the other one. Um... It, it started who you, you know who. <laughs> and he was originally from Brooklyn. Yep. And he had a son and daughter on the show and a wife. And he had Pat's Blue Ribbon as a sponsor. Yep. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the next one. Who was Mr. Peavy? I know that one too, and I can't think of who it is. Boy, oh boy, am I'm, I getting? I am getting up there. You're cooking him. I am, <laughs> I'm roasting you. Okay, which show was sponsored by Johnson's Wax? Um, um, yeah, this one I'm looking at. Um. Yeah. Pepper Geek McGee and Molly. Oh, wow. Very good. Okay. Boy, oh, boy, did we get you, huh? Oh, boy. Okay, I, I get a, um, 
I get a big, where do I get, Walden? A star. I get a star. Yeah, a okay, star. you're up to Gunsmoke, Volume 8. You want me to keep going? Yes. Okay, you got it. Volume 9. You've, um, you can only go to Volume 11, so you've got two more weeks to go. Alrighty. Okay. Well, Gary, thank you so much for calling. I hope it's a more comfortable week for you this week. That's hot weather up there. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So, we well, you have yourself a good week. Yep, you too. All right. Thanks, yeah. Gary. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Mm, okay. 714-545-2071. And it's only 23 before 12 here on the West Coast. Uh-huh. You know? <clears throat> Hello there. You're on there. Hello. Hello there. If I think I can give you a first-time caller. You think you can? <gasps> Hooray! Oh. Who is this? This is Ron Bond in Otto, Illinois. Hello, Ron in Illinois. Uh -huh. How are hello, you hello. doing? And thank you for calling. This is great. Tell me, how did you find us? We have a mutual friend. Ah, okay. In fact, uh, this guy knows Walden also. <laughs> Okay. Uh, which it sounds which sounds like it's making him rather infamous, doesn't it? Oh, it sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and you sent me a package that I just got here last week, a big old fat package. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. So you're Jim friend. That's right. Oh, my God. Oh, hi, Ron. It's so hi. good to talk to you. Well, it's, it's wonderful to talk to you, too. And i got to tell you, I've been trying to figure out a way to to do this, and I finally did it. I have a, uh, I, when somebody says computer, I run and hide. <laughs> and I tell you, I'm out of here. It's over. Done. Finished. And, and so I procured one of those little Grace uh, um, Wi-Fi radios. Perfect. Oh, cool. Perfect. Yeah, it seems to work pretty good. Now, I tried to get a, uh, a portable one, but mine didn't work, so I guess, you know, it was, uh, I was trying to do something really smart, a Wi-Fi that was portable, but right. I, I, that didn't work out for me. Which one did you wind up getting? What, 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 what's working for you? It's Grace. It's is the is the is the company. Okay. I'm not sure what what the name of the radio is from them. It's a little one. Did, was it one that you ordered ordered, or did it did yeah. I go to a store? So if I went to the website, maybe I find it. Uh, I got this one through Walmart. Okay. Okay. Tell me and the brand name again, please. Grace. Grace. Yes. That's a name somebody has mentioned over time. Well, I know Ron from Hawaii using Sea Crane. Uh, yeah, I've heard of those two. Yeah. But I ended up with this one, and it seems to be all right. Well, and, uh, if you yeah, found us, said, if you found us, it's wonderful. Well, I did, but that was <laughs> that was through Jim, you know, and um, uh, but he, uh, but um, let's see where it was I lost my train of thought. I know where it went. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I interrupted. Well, Whoa, uh, oh, um, but he, uh, so he suggested it, and, and, and of course, uh, turned me on to this, and of course, I've heard a lot about both of you through him. Uh-oh, that's a scary thought. Well. No, no he says hello, <laughs> and he's friendly. This is um, a friend, Ron in Illinois, 
is the person Jim in California has mentioned occasionally. Yep. And when he answers a question for a couple of times, he said, oh, save that for my friend Ron. Ron. So that's how come you wound up with an envelope, what? courtesy of Jim. What do it, you, was a, it was a wonderful envelope. Thank you. So what do you You're think? Very of, welcome. What do you think of Patricia's awful shows concept? Oh, that's it. We gotta go there. Okay. <laughs> Please <laughs> we do. We gotta go there, Walt, and uh, we really do. All right. What do you think? Um, I think um, it's an interesting thought, and I believe that it's it's subjective. I, oh, of course. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, of course it's gonna be. You know, a one one person's awful may not be another's. Right. That's exactly right. Right. However, I got to tell you, some of those are pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad. Which, Ron, which ones, if you can recall, which ones have you heard that you thought maybe should not have been in that category? I'm glad you asked that question because I can answer it. Oh, good. Um, tell your neighbor. Oh, yes. Oh, I yes. Thought that was very good. I thought, it, uh, and I hope I said this in my introduction or my ending, that it, it was something that was cute and colloquial, but when I think of it in terms of a radio show, it probably didn't, didn't make it. So I agree with you. It, it had a cuteness and um, a hometown it quality really about did. it. I, I thought it was charming. Yeah, yeah, it did have some charm. Okay, I agree with you on that one. What else? Be well done. Now, i got to tell you about an awful show that I didn't see there that I had expected to see and was, was disappointed that wasn't there. Uh-oh. Oh, I have more to come. Okay, go Are ahead. Ready for this one? Yeah. Meet Millie. No kidding. I that think, was you know what? awful. Oh. I have some of those shows and I've never heard one. Thank you for well, suggesting it. Yeah, I do try that because it wasn't good. Well, you know what? It's a scary... Th I'm planning to call the story that show next week. Oh, sure. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I can't remember. I've got... Elena Verdugo, Elena Verdugo, who was, the who was the movie star who started that show, I got her new number, so I'm planning to call it again on the show. Uh -huh. So, uh, folks, we're going to have to listen to it, just in case. Nobody's heard any meat melodies for a while. Okay. Oh, I have to sit through one of those. Oh, man, that's brutal. All right, does she listen to the show, Walden? I don't know. We're going to find out when I call her. And I've got awful show nominations here somewhere, and I have to add this well, one. I, I, think, I think John Larry Gaffman told Larry especially we that's a terrible show. It is? It, uh, tell me what it's about, both of you. It's a comedy show, right, Ron? It's a comedy show, situation comedy. Myth it was on CBS. 50, 53, something like that. Yeah, 53, yeah. I think, is about right. Mm -hmm. 52, 53. It was, right. Because it was mentioned on the end of one of the Johnny Dollar shows. And, um, Mar let's see, Marvin Kaplan played her boyfriend. Marvin's still around. Lives out here in Hollywood. A lot of people remember him. But right. it was just, uh, it's just one of those shows that gotten panned over the years. You know, um, I don't know. I don't. I, I would. I would be interested to know what the network, uh, how how the network handled the program, because I don't think they had, they had much to handle. <laughs> Gosh, it was awful. And so you do want to try one of those? Yeah. I think. Oh sure. I think you'll. I, I hope you're as disappointed as I was. No, I, you know it's it's really fun that. Um, 
the idea of this is to say, I have a, I have suggestion. I hope you really hate it. I think it's fascinating. I do. I got to tell you, I think it's a very fascinating concept and very fa fascinating idea. That, and 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 it helps us realize just how much of this, how much of some of the stuff. So there's some really really cluckers out there, man, and <laughs> and they deserve a place in history, even if it's negative. Okay. Yeah. But I think they deserve a place in history. Well, it'd be interesting to do a study sometime of of your show list, Patricia. Yeah. How much of it come from syndicated radio? How much came from local? Yeah, uh, uh, several of them came from local, yeah. and I think "Tell Your Neighbor" was probably one of them. Mm -hmm. which, it was. You know, which, was. which made it. Ah, uh, wait a minute. It was. It was, but it was a. It was on the mutual network. Okay. Yeah. And I, I just thought that was a fascinating program. I really did. And uh, <laughs> however, the uh, the one that was preceded it on that disc, I think it was, was the one about earn your vac earn your vacation or some god awful. That was really uh, not too good. It was um, terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was, was. just. And, and what was terrible. what made it worse was this must have been an edition show or something. So maybe it didn't even make it. Boy, I hope not. I do too. I, I was I thought that was just really hokey. Is that the right you, word? I guess it's a good word to use. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I yeah. have it right in right in front of me. I was going to ask you what year it was, but I'll I'll just grab it right here. Um, keep going. Well, Earn I, your vacation. Your vacation. Earn your vacation, nineteen forty nine. Oh. How about that? Well, you're, the sample you used must have been a demo because there wasn't a very big audience. Mm -hmm. No, and, and and it sounded... They were, was that the one, Walden, that sounded like they had a couple of people, like stagehands or the sound men probably, all clapping, all uh -huh. three of them? <laughs> it was yes. supposed to be arousing applause from the audience and you could hear three hands I haven't heard it yet, so I have to put it on my listen to list to hear the Well, you should do that, Walden, because it was really bad. I'll be happy to send it to you. I think you only have to get about two or three minutes into the show, and you have the full flavor of it. You're ready to go somewhere else. Yeah, it really is awful. You're ready to go somewhere else. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Just terrible. But I, I, I just think it was interesting, and I really have to go through some more of those, and I will. Um, I, I now, there, are, really there are some, yeah, there are some. I sent Ron a collection of awful shows, and that is consistently under examination. Mm -hmm. And there are a couple of stray ones that wound up in there that should never have been there to begin with. They uh -oh. were either misfiled or I didn't listen to them properly. So you're going to come across some that say, that will make you say, what? But Patricia, what is she thinking? But Patricia I is, shall keep that in mind. Thank Patricia, you for the heads up. Patricia is working on volume two, though. That's, that, that's going to be a hotly released product, isn't that, Patricia? I have. Would you send me two? I think she got. I think she got volume one. I think she's working on volume ah, two now. You know, I've, I've done. I've done something, Walden. I've 
Oh, because you I've had them. trouble with computers, yeah. each time I come across one, I put it in the same file. Ah, okay. So what I would have to do, and I will eventually, is split it into two CDs. Got it. But, but there will be duplicates in it for a lot of people. Okay. But 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 the two but, but, you but, sent me two CDs, and there are some duplicates, yes. Yeah. But you did send me two. Right. Oh, that's because there are so many in the file right now. Okay. <laughs> that it gotcha. took two CDs. Yeah, I didn't want to take the liberty of putting it on a DVD because I wasn't sure if you would be it able to play that. It would not have been a good so. idea, so you're absolutely correct. Thank you very much again. Okay. All right. Now, so I, I usually ask before I put things on DVDs. So. Yeah, oh, you didn't know how to ask me. <laughs> well, that's true. I didn't. And and now I do. And, well, you know, you, do, you, you get two you get two treats here, um, and we can keep talking, but I want to tell you about the two treats. Um, one, because you're a first-time caller, I get to send oh. you some radio shows yes. automatically, wow. and because you're a first-time caller during Christmas in July, you also get a Christmas CD. It's brand new, Christmas carols, Christmas songs, and... Um, it's called Festival of Christmas Carols. It's the Philadelphia Brass Ensemble. I love brass music. Brand new. You can give it away yeah. as a Christmas present if you want. And that one's yours. And then if you answer a question, then you get more radio shows. Oh, my Alrighty gosh. then. Um, there was one of... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Um, now I hear this. <laughs> very, very impressed. What? I was wanting Jim's selection. I think he wanted to send you. You're right. What was it? It was. Yeah. Now hear this. It, it, it was a Navy show, if I recall. It was. Yeah. I'm very impressed with it. Oh, NBC. good. Um, that's one that Jim asked for for you. Yes, he did. Yeah. Good job. And I'm very and, impressed with it. I think. Well, it's I'm. Great. I'm really glad. Now, um, Ron, tell me, are you? Had, are you familiar with old-time radio, or has Jim just gotten you into this? Oh, no, no, no. Jim and I go back to 1965. Uh-huh. And where we met at school. Right. Okay. And um, uh, I had been interested in, 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 in dramatic radio all my, all, you know, all my life. I remember, uh, well, I'm 61, so I can remember... Uh, the death of network radio, really, and, mm -hmm. you know, as we knew it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so it it came easily to me. Um, it's been something I've been interested in. Of course, Jim, Jim uh, lit a fire, um, because it, but it was, kindled, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was uh, already there, but Jim, Jim, uh, you know, fanned the flames, as, as it were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Jim, we, Jim, Jim's recall is incredible. If you think about it, you know his memory is off the charts. You know. He, well, uh, you know, Jim is is, is a great guy, and, yeah. and yes, his memory is off the charts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I remember some of the stuff he does. He will sound you. He really will. And of course, he's not hearing this. I know, I, he, I, and he's not, and I don't, and I tried to call him the last week or so, and somehow I wasn't able to get his home number working right. Well, I'll tell you what it is, Walden, uh, he's dealing with a busted phone cord. Oh! The, uh, the cord that goes between the receiver and the phone, you yep. know, the, the coil cord? Yep. Is busted. 
That's not fun. And he needs a new one. Well, he... he, um, he, he and, and I can send him one. There. there you go. His housemates need, need, to, need to give him a new one, or else we need him anyway. I can That's send him one. I've got a phone I'm going to toss, and, and it's got a call. I'd be happy to send it to him. Okay. I'll bet he'd, I'll bet he'd be surprised and pleased. <laughs> <laughs> he'd know you tattled on him. Yeah. Let me make yeah. sure I didn't throw this thing away yet. Uh, but, um, uh, In my file, I, 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 there I, it well, is, that sure. Was, that was my main reason for calling tonight. And the other problem was, at first I didn't, I'd forgotten that I'm listening about two minutes behind, <laughs> right? Yep, and correct. So, yeah, so that that bit me. Yep. And I finally decided that I was going to continue. I, and I've been working on this for a while tonight, and I'm really, <laughs> you know, it's late here in the Midwest, you know, and and uh, so this is going to be a short night for me. <laughs> I, I'll get over it, but it's going to be a short one. Well, um, you, you know, you must be surprised when Patricia and I see, see Patricia goes to about six in the morning her time. Oh my God! In Florida. Yeah, I know. He makes me do that. No well, Yeah. 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 He, see what he made me do? Yeah. I think I deserve a raise or something. Well, good heavens, okay. I'd say. Patricia, you know what I'll do for you? What? I'll give mail you more CDs. <laughs> <laughs> Walden in other words, is transferring. In other words, in other words he's feeling for you, but he just can't reach you, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's the ticket. I'm transferring all my CD collections onto hard drives and shipping them to Patricia. So that's the inside joke. She got 30 boxes already. Of, oh, my God. You know, I know. I know. I told him I'm running out of room in the trunk of my car. Oh I my bring God. them up one at a time, but they arrive two at a time. So <laughs> I'm a little behind. Aww. Yeah, that's too much fun. What's your favorite genre? of old-time radio. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would say it's probably Westerns. Westerns? Westerns, and a, 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 a close second would be, uh, would, would be detective programs. Oh, see, I knew, I knew we were going to get along just great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Love yeah. detectives. Mm -hmm. uh, do love detectives. I've heard some real woofer detectives this week, Walden. I'll have to mention them uh -oh. to you later. Okay, but so what is, what? What, is the best what is the best Western? Mm. Now, Good but, question. Now, Jim, surprise him my answer. You want mine? Sure, I want yours. And you'll know what it is. I, I think I do. You're right, if, especially if you've been talking to Jim. Yeah. I think Gunsmoke is very, very well done. Okay. What do you think my favorite one is? I wouldn't know. I think the six shooter's better. I was gonna, I was gonna say that's your favorite. Yeah. You didn't let me say it. I know. Uh, Please, all right. Ask me what, what? Ask me what your favorite is. Patricia. Yes, Walden. Patricia, what do you think my favorite Western show is? Oh, I bet it's the six shooter. Oh, how did you know? Because you've said it. <laughs> I know you really like that one. Do you know, have you listened to the Six Shooter Run? Oh, good heavens, yes. Yeah. Oh, good heavens. Is there anything that you haven't listened to? Probably not. Not much. Not much. So well, what, do you think, no. what do you think of Frontier Gentleman? Now, Patricia loves John Daner. That, that's what I, I I think John Daner is a consummate actor. You I know? really do. Yeah. Um, 
he's just an incredible actor, was. And, um, of course, I, I don't know of him much on TV, but I, I've heard a lot of his radio work. He's just a consummate actor. He really is tremendous, tremendous set of fights on him. Yeah, um, yeah and I, I, I love having Gunnel Travel. I really do. I think that's uh, that's just... I, I've never experienced any TV programs, but... Uh, I, I, I've heard the whole. I have heard the whole radio series about eight times already. The whole thing, mm -hmm. I think. And unfortunately, there were too few six shooters. You know that that that. And of course, we know why that is. Right, right. Because he wasn't gonna. He didn't want a, a cigarette or a beer. No, correct. And so they couldn't get him a sponsor. So only no. lasted one season. Um. But I I I I think Cab Gun will travel and. Gunsmoke and the Never Gun Will Travel are probably my two favorites. Mm -hmm. um, the Six Shooter, well, Fort Laramie's right up there, too. I, I just think that's extremely well done. Yep, not, bad. Um, not bad. And, and of course, the Six Shooter is, is really just great. Yep. I like Tales of Texas Rangers also. That's definitely an underrated show. There's, uh, you know, you hear about uh, something with a Western theme that you don't hear touch, but it's always quality. It's always good from top to bottom. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I've got to tell you something else that was very interesting to me. For the longest time, and I, I, I used to listen to a lot of stuff on, on the uh, radio shows here, the special. There was a good one in Chicago area. Right. Chuck Shane. Uh-huh. Correct. Correct. I yep. never met him, but... Uh, he had a great program. Yep. Steve Darnell's doing a good job behind him afterwards. Yes. You know. I've heard some of him. Now I'm going to hear more because I can. Yep. Um, and so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but I think that um, I was astounded when I got Well, Bill Hickok, which is really a pretty good show. I mean, it is juvenile, yes, but it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. If you can stand Andy Devine. Um, Andy's okay, but but where I was going with this was was simply here. Um, you never heard him. You never heard him on on on, on the programs, right? Mm -hmm. Which I thought was very interesting when I realized when I got some and realized how good the quality was on those on those uh, transfers, and that I'd never heard on any of them. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. All right, I think Patricia has a trivia question for you. Do you, Patricia? Oh, let's go with it. Let's see what we can what do. What do you got? Oh, yeah. So you're into detectives, eh? Yes, I are. All right. Who was, this is one, I think I've got a, a gym on the line here, right, Walden? Uh, uh, I, think, I, okay. think, I think you're going to have a run for your money here, Patricia. Uh-oh. All right, go ahead. I'm, no, I'm, I think it's the other way around. All right. Who was Saul Panzer? P-A-N-Z-E-R. Oh, my gosh. I can't do it. Oh, yes. I did it. Okay. You got me. <laughs> no joke? Really? No, I can't do it. All right. Oh, uh, no, it's sort of familiar, but it's not coming. Uh, go ahead. Squeeze. No, I can't do it. Oh, yeah, I mean, that one That one was really dirty. Poor. Well, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I, I know. I know. <laughs> you know what? I, I, don't, I don't know the answer. So you got... I know that. Okay. All right. There's no reason for you to know it. But 
but it's I a made-up one. It doesn't exist. No, it exists. It really exists. She's it right. Really exists. And and you know, I think it it probably was mentioned no more than three or four times in the radio show. So it, it really okay in Fibber McGee and Molly. Are you up on Fibber McGee? Oh yeah. Okay. What was Oli's last name? Olson. Wasn't it? Oli. Oli at the Elks Club. Yes, but I thought it was Olson. No. No. Oh, I can't do. Oh my, I'm not doing very well tonight. Oh, this is great. This. Oh gosh, I'm feeling. I'm feeling so good. Hmm? (laughs) Yeah, you're you're doing well. I'm not. Going for the triple. Oh man, I don't know if I'm ready for this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. Yes, you are. (laughs) All right. Um. Okay, can I go for the trifecta, Walden? Oh, I think so. I think we're gonna keep going until we. I mean, until he calls I am uncle. just being—I am being absolute dirty pool you're tonight. Being, you're being ornery. What can I say? Oh, this—I know. I'm yeah. so cranky. <laughs> All right, Chandu the magician. Oh, this is dirty. I, All right, Chandu the I magician had. I don't, even, had, I don't even have any of them. I'm familiar with the program, but I don't even have any of them. Oh, this is great. Okay, trifecta. We did great. Okay, now I'll go to normal questions. <laughs> and that's the only reason. That's the only reason I can't. I can't go there is because I've not really heard that many of them. Okay, well, but that still gives me a trifecta. Yes. Please, Walden, yes. does it? Yes. Oh, I, I, I'll give you that. Okay. Okay. All right, I got the trifecta. Okay, here's your real one. Um, who was? And the other ones were really real, but I'm just so delighted. Um, who was Brad Runyon? The fat man. Oh, very good. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, yeah, that, that's well. You 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 deserve that. I'm. You know, I know. I'm gonna hear. I'm gonna stumble across something. Yeah. And salt pans is gonna come up, and I'm gonna <laughs> kick myself. I know yes, that because I've heard it. Yes, but I you can't did. Bring it back. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's just terrible stuff. All right. Yeah. So now. Mm-hmm. Pardon? Right. What? I'm okay. No, I'm good. You're cool. I'm, yeah. I step, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm stepping all over you. Go ahead. That's, that's, that's okay. That's okay. All right. So now, you're already getting your Christmas CD, and I have to send you two CDs of radio shows. Now, one thing that I have that, I, as you were talking, I thought you might like, I've got... A whole bunch of Chuck Shaden interviews. Ooh. Are you in the market? I am. I love that. All right. You're talking home here, you yeah, know. This is right. something somebody I've listened to for years yeah, around here, you know. Yeah, old Chuck the staple. Oh, you yeah. You got it. All right. Now you can okay. pick another one. Now, uh, well, one one thing I have to say, I've got more Chuck Shaden interviews than fit on a single CD. Oh, so if okay. you'd like me to double up or triple up on them, or you can pick a different show. No, but, go ahead and do that. That would work just, fine. Okay, so two to three CDs. Let me, I'll, I'll fill up as much as I can. Okay, cool. you got it. Well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure talking to you I, after all this time. I've been telling you all this stuff, you know, and and now I, and now I, now I laid down and died here, you know. <laughs> There. Now, see, and, and you can tell people that we're not 
awful and we don't bite and we say, gosh, it's so good to hear from I'm really happy. I'm, this is so great. We've got a new caller, a new member of the family, and I'm just so delighted that you called. And it's only after two, 2 in the morning, Ron, so heck, you can stay up the rest of the night. Uh, probably not. Well, he's, he's whimpering. I can hear the whimpers all the way over here. Uh, well, there, there's another member of the family here, and I don't want to keep... Yeah, I don't blame him. Oh, well. You know how that is. Your poor wife. What can I say? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's right. She's long. Well, and, By the way, um, she is very, really enjoys radio shows with me. She, yes. we, we just really get off on it. I've got a tremendous, pretty well stocked collection here, and uh, she enjoys it much, much as I do. That's good. Great. That's good. Um, that's, that's really nice. I'm, I'm so glad to hear it. Well, I'm just so delighted that you finally were able to give us a call, number one, and that you did give us a call, number two. I really appreciate it. I hope you'll do it again. I'll try. All right, Ron. Thank you so much. You have a great week. Thank you, and you do the same. What a pleasure. Same here. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Okay. This is really good. Um, well, then the two shows, I have to tell you, the two shows that I sent you that I didn't get in time. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can go look for them, you bet. Well, that's okay. You, you can keep talking for a minute until I find what I sent you. <laughs> Oh, I am just so disorganized tonight. Actually, I'm not disorganized. I am. My notes are all fine, and the rest of the world is fine. I'm, my mouth is just not catching up with the rest. Okay, Fibu Show. You're doing good. I, I pulled a, a 1954 show. It's December 12th, 1954. Yeah, that's not going to be easy for me to find that one right now. We okay, so we're, that for we're, next week. Yep. We'll, we'll not do that. I pulled it because... Well, for a couple of reasons, because we usually need a, a little break about yeah. now, and yep. I thought a 15-minute show might give it, but right. it, it was entitled um, Buying Christmas Cards at Kramer's Drugstore. Oh. And the second one was the December 19, 1949, uh, Fibber McGee, the postman. And I thought, you know, that just kind of tied in with the Christmas Absolutely. card and, and no. the mailman one. So whatever you have. Oh, wait a minute. Goodness. December 19. I don't think that's the right date. December 19? 13? Maybe 1949? The yeah, okay. Yeah. December 20th, it decorated the, the house. Oh, so I wonder, if it, I wonder if it's December 13th or maybe December 19, 1950. I will tell you in just one little minute what I did to you. Oh. I will tell you it says um it says um <laughs> hold on just a minute. I am just making a mess of everything. It looks like December 19th, 1950. Yeah. Does that, that sound right? That sounds better. That sounds better? Yeah, so I'll go get well, that. So, well, why don't you do this? We'll say hello, Carl, and I'll go get the kill. Hello there. Okay. You're on there. Yeah, it's Kurt from La Habra again. Hello, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. You, How you, you doing? Now, you take good care of Patricia for about two seconds while I got the show. So, okay. All right. Alden is looking for a show, so you have to entertain me. What you got? Um... Well, let's see. I, I don't know that there's that there's a oh, 
I have to mention your your um, your awful shows. Uh-huh. The um, your the one with Barton Yarborough. That one was really really terrible. Do you uh, remember? I remember a saying about Barton. Um, do you remember which show it was? I've, I'll find it. Don't, don't was go it away. the Black Ghost or something? The Black Ghost and the, or the Black Black Magic. Um, no, Black, Black Magic Ghost. was the other show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me see, Barton. Barton. Oh, I am back. Black Ghost. No, I forget what it was called. It was that cowboy show, though. That that weird. Um, I don't know what it, what they thought it, it was. It was it was Black Ghost with Barton uh, Yarborough. Yeah. Okay. And and he probably was in a different one too. Uh, you know, because he did so much work. Yeah. Uh, Barton Yarborough. Yeah, he was in uh, Hawk Werby, I think, too. And, yes. Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. And I, I didn't play that one. So it it was um, the Black Ghost that I played and said it, it was Barton Yarborough, wow. and it was just awful stuff, uh, just awful stuff. You know, I mean, a lot of people do a lot of things for a paycheck. Um, unfortunately, poor Barton had a very distinctive voice. He, almost, yeah. you know, kind of talked through his nose a little bit and yeah. had this clipped way of talking. So you always knew it was Barton Yarborough, no matter how well he tried to disguise his voice. <laughs> so well, he, I don't had, think, the, I mean, I think those people basically back at that point in time, in a sense, were, were, were pretty much experimenting with stuff because... You know, I mean, I don't know when that show was made. I don't remember. 1930. But yeah, in the but I mean, in 1930 there weren't a huge number of of shows out there, so nobody mm -hmm. knew what was going to be good and what wasn't. And yeah. I think everybody just kept trying different things and trying to find something that would fill the bill and you know mm -hmm. and be and memorable that, and you know. Sure, and at that point. Barton Yarborough had not had a recognizable voice. Right. He was simply an actor in 1930. Right. As yeah. he, as he went along, and of course with uh, Dragnet especially, he got yeah. to be known. So it, maybe it was a cruel thing for me to put something that had well, him. Oh no! I mean, I think if the show was awful, then it, it's just awful. That there you go. Don't, 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 that's a good question here. What's the probably the most famous show he Barton Yarborough known for? Well, yeah, because he was well, he was known for Dragnet. Right, but I think it's a show a role that's more famous. And than he that. was known, I think. Well, he was better. Maybe he was better known for One Man's Family. Well, I would say that's the second most thing he's famous for. The one other. I would think I Love a Mystery. Probably, I think, yeah, I think I Love a Mystery. Such a popular yeah, show, I think, Spectrum. I think you're right. I think I Love a Mystery is Doc. Yeah, as probably, Doc. Yeah, he's more famous. Yeah, one. he was. That was. That was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, he was really well known for that. Yeah. And he was married oh. to everybody, Barbara Joel Allen, who was very vague in radio. And who was very was vague with the, very vague with the comedian on the Bob Hope show. Oh, ooh, mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, so they now, were married. How unusual was it in early radio for a female to be a comedian? That's a good point. There were a lot. Yeah, I don't mean a comedian, you know, like a comic role, like Joan Davis or, right, or right, My right. Favorite Husband type thing, but well, actually a comedian. You're right. That, that was sort of an interesting uh Well, actually, piece. 
if you look at Lucille Ball's career, mm-hmm. uh, before My Favorite Husband, most of her stuff was dramatic stuff. Right, and also, let's face it, in the movies, before My Favorite Husband, I, I would not count her classified as a A-list movie actress. She was sort of... Uh, Supporting roles and mm-hmm. yeah, maybe yeah. lead in B B level movies, you know. Yep, you know. True. It's amazing how the My Fair Husband and and of course I sort of pull out of her career. If, if you think about it. Yeah, because after because after Lila, I Love Lucy, I mean I I don't even know if I mean I think she did a couple of movies, but. But well, mostly later, of course, the only thing that she was known for was comedy. Right. Well, remember what she did to blow out her voice. Remember what she did? Uh, I don't know. I... You recall when, Lucy? When you say blow out her voice, what do you mean? It, once she did this role, her voice was never the same. It had that husky sound that you hear Lucy Ball with in her later life. Yeah. Yeah. What role with that that caused her? Don't have a clue. I just I thought, you, thought it was because I thought she just smoking. sounded crude, and it was from smoking. Actually, um, and she she was a smoker. Yeah, but um, actually, but it was a, it was a certain role that she had to sit. Main. She was the star of main on Broadway. Oh, okay. And she blew out her voice because of singing and everything. Yeah, that's hmm. possible. That's possible because yeah. she was doing doing it on Broadway or yep. something, wasn't she? Yep. So she did so many shows yep. that and that and that and that yeah. that restructured her vocal cords because you know the Lucy you remember hearing of the fifties wasn't sure the Lucy you heard of the no she really had a cute voice mm-hmm. but you know her personality changed too right and the voice change went with the personality change right. and she was she gradually became a very unlikable person. Mm-hmm. And in as a character in the I Love Lucy series, she just was not easy to like like she was in the beginning. Uh, we get that's the, an interesting. That's that's an interesting idea because, I mean, actually, I haven't seen that many of the I Love Lucy. Yeah. Shows because mm-hmm. they were so visual and and you know. That's a, that's exactly right, and part of the harshness is visible. You know, where her, her motions became exaggerated, her facial expressions became harsh, her makeup was, I mean, it just didn't make it. She she just looked harsh. Whereas yeah, in the beginning, she didn't. We, we get the reruns here, and I'm, I'm sure everybody else has reruns as well, and I look at them, and they're, sometimes they're kind of mixed up, so you get early shows and then later shows, within the same week, Uh and you can see such a 